seven o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide, or as some might call this show, uh, Pick Up the Night with Kenny Turn. Uh, of course, uh, jo- <laughs> see, see my Twitter feed. Um, uh, oh, uh, okay, so somebody is calling me now on the show. Oh. Um, okay. And that call is getting hung up on. Uh, of course, welcome to the program, uh, and please, if anybody is interested in calling in tonight, you can call in, because we want pra- to talk about practical solutions to fight back against the NRA, since Republicans are too big of cowards to do anything legislatively, which we will discover uh, uh, later on in the program. Uh, but Hour 2 is dedicated to um, uh, to making sure that we put on record what are some reasonable solutions that we can do since we can't count on Republicans to do anything and you know you know what we can do or ideas we can pass along to good legislators or to you know go to a town council meeting you know start small and you know maybe we can put these items together and uh, and go from there so um, you know we, we shall see but uh, of course uh, joining me as always on the program uh, rain from four freedoms blog in Washington DC hello hello what is your name again uh, that'd be Ken- Kenny turn on Hi, Kenny turn <laughs> yes and the same caller is calling back right now apparently not even listening to the show to find out what the fuck we're talking about so um, yeah seriously if you don't listen to the show and you just see that we have a fucking phone number for it, don't fucking call unless you fucking listen. Um, so I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, and I'm sorry I'm being pissed off about that because we have a great plan for tonight's show that we talked about on Friday. And an opportunist decided to hop on and, and go on to Twitter and say what he would be calling the show about. And didn't even note. I, would, I responded. I I responded saying we would be taking calls an hour two, and the fucker called at the top of the fucking hour twice. So Jesus well, Christ, pay the fuck attention, could, fucker. Maybe, maybe the caller could <laughs> take a step back and listen to the show and understand that we do production. We yeah. have production, and calls are welcome when are. calls are welcome. Yeah. It's like, boom, right out of the gates. Call on the show. Call on the show. And I haven't even introduced Joe. Joe Zantorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome to the show. <laughs> the oh, I wouldn't stop that diatribe. <laughs> no way. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, and, and, and by the way, I'm the recipient of a, a brand new, uh, there's an opening now for a, a security clearance. I think I'm going to get it. Oh, yeah, everybody. Oh, Good for you. Baby Jesus. Yeah, yeah let's... 
In case, uh, yeah. in case anybody hasn't heard, I did grab a little audio clip right before showtime. Uh, this is uh, from uh, Jake Tapper talking about one uh, son-in-law. Presidential son-in-law and senior advisor Jared Kushner has had his security clearance significantly downgraded, sources tell CNN. The downgrade will prevent Kushner from viewing the nation's most sensitive secrets, and it comes after new rules were implemented by Chief of Staff John Kelly in the wake of the botched handling of the Rob Porter spousal abuse scandal. I want to get right to CNN's Jeff Zeleny at the White House. And, and Jeff, uh, what is the news and what is the White House saying about it? Well, Jake, we are learning this afternoon. Our team is reporting here that uh, the uh, threat, essentially, and the new action that White House Chief of Staff John Kelly said he would take indeed has been taking effect now. And that, of course, applies to a variety of officials here at the White House who have had temporary security access, top secret access. That is now being changed. Of course, leading among them, first among them, is Jared Kushner, of course, a senior advisor to the president, as well as the president's son-in-law. He has been operating under a temporary top secret security clearance since the first days of the administration. He has learned in recent weeks that his, uh, his permanent clearance is not coming anytime soon because of questions about his background. Um, you know, he, of course, has been um, at the center of some of the inquiry that uh, Robert uh, Mueller has been, been uh, leading. So this is going to be delaying that. But, uh, Jake, it's unclear exactly how this will impact his job. He is a senior advisor to the president who had a very wide portfolio, particularly dealing in Middle East peace, who needs top secret access to go through all of this. It, um, if he's going to be effective here. So he, I am told by another person familiar with this, has not asked the president to intervene in this. He has not asked the president for a special dispensation, if you will, is going to be treated the same as any other White House official. Now, we saw the president on Friday uh, here at the White House. He said that this would be left up to the White House Chief of Staff, John Kelly. He said that uh, Jared Kushner is doing a great job, but it's left up to John Kelly. So, Jake, as it looks like right now, Jared Kushner is losing his top-secret security clearance. It certainly changes his role here in the White House, even though uh, people close to him, as well as his uh, lawyer, has said he'll still be able to do his work, the same work, but, Jake, it is entirely different not having that top-secret security clearance. Oh, oh, no, Jared. Stop, don't, come back. No. Um, and I've been seeing some pretty hilarious <laughs> articles out there, too, saying that, oh, yeah, a whole bunch of foreign entities uh, thought, you know, talked about different <laughs> yeah. ways they could they could flip uh, the kush. <laughs> yeah. Don't let the uh, don't let the Secret Service agents uh, kick you in the ass on the way out. Yeah, exactly. Am I the only one who wants to hear Ivana, Ivanka Trunk saying, I think it's totally inappropriate that John Kelly um, <laughs> took away my husband's security clearance. Oh, stop. Princess Sparkle Pony, no! <laughs> oh, you're not going to play the daughter card. Daughter. Yeah, and that whole I thing, mean, too, about her. nothing from Ivanka, the, by the way. Nepotism. No this whole, you know, this is what nepotism is all about, everybody. You can't choose. It's either you're an advisor to the president or you're his daughter, one of the other. And if you're just his daughter, get the fuck out of the White House. Now. And if you're just his son-in-law, get the fuck out of the White House. Yes. Or get Stop, the White out of the back. fuck house, either way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, these get idiots. Get the white I, out of the fuck house. I hate, yeah. So this I hate is, these this people is really so much. good news. I feel like this yeah. is good news. It, it really is. I, I don't, 
I don't know what's going to happen to Kelly at this point because I, I think what okay, five I'm starting, days. I'm starting a Kelly pool. Well, here's the thing. Five <laughs> days ago, I, there's there's a um, there's a thread that I was reading over at uh, Think Progress that Trump said that security clearance progress or process is just too rigorous, mm-hmm. and he he thought the system was broken, which means he wanted Kush to get that clearance quicker. Well, he could give it to him. The FBI doesn't give clearances. Yeah, he could. He, he could. does. Just ultimately, it's well, their call. This, well, we'll we we'll, call. We'll just, we'll check back on in this story uh, later because this was just a breaking one. Of course, we'll we'll talk more about this on Friday because we got a lot to pack in the first hour before we open the phone lines to those who listen to the show. <laughs> talking to you, two zero six area code two zero six. I know who you are. And I'm sorry I called you a fucker earlier, but if you're not listening to the call, the show, and you're just calling in at the top of the hour, I mean, my God, my listeners know not to call. Uh, you know, our listeners know, our turnips, our fans, our friends, our contributors our know when to call. Don't just, oh, it's seven o'clock, better call Ken's show. What? <laughs> what? What is this? I mean, and I know, you know the what? guy who called. I know the guy who called. He's a decent guy, but. He he hasn't been, you know, part been any part of this show for like two years, and just to call out of the fucking blue, I even posted on Twitter when we would be taking calls and corrected him on what the name of the show was. Pick so up the who's he gonna call? Can't he's gonna call turn. some. He's gonna call somebody else in, unless he follows the rules. Uh, and again, I told him what the calls would be about in hour two. I said, we'll be taking calls about solutions on what we can do to fight back against the NRA. That's what we're taking calls about. He tried to set, he's like, I plan on talking to Kenny Pick about this, this, and this. And that's what I'm going to be talking about. We want to talk about solutions tonight. From 7 to 10. Problems, solutions. For three hours, I'm going to be talking to him about this. All show, he'll let me do whatever I want. Um, (laughs) No. All right. Uh, well, actually, maybe. Let me just consult with... Uh, no, no, Ken. No, 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 no. No. There is a reason why the show is called uh, t- uh, uh, called Pick Up the Night with Kenny Turn. Pick Up the Night with Kenny Turn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, now I want to create, like, a satire show called Pick Up the Night yeah, with I'll Kenny Turn. I'll pay for the number, and, and somebody can just call and go... Somebody He can just call that number, and somebody can just go, mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Yep. So let's get back to the audio because uh, tonight, uh, or I'm sorry, tonight we're going to to review how um, Donald John Trump. He's a hero. He's the bravest man in the world. Could have could have saved it. Could have saved everybody. Could have saved them all. Uh yeah. If he was king, if he was king of the forest. If I were the king oh. of the forest. I knew I'd prompt something. Yeah. So we're going to play this quick clip. <laughs> <laughs> let me at him. Let me at him. Let me at him. Let me so at him. Hippopotamus. Trump at the annual winter gathering of governors at the White House. Uh, Fat Donnie uh, said this. And, oh, and of course, aren't we supposed to praise blindly all law enforcement at all times to all times mm-hmm. uh, I, i'm okay but anyway here you know i got to watch some deputy sheriffs 
performing this weekend. They weren't exactly uh, Medal of Honor winners. All right. Mm-hmm. The way they performed was frankly disgusting. They were disgusting. listening to what was going on. The one in particular, he was then he was early. Then you had three others that probably a similar deal a little bit later, but a similar kind of a thing. You know, I really believe you don't know until you test it. But I think I, I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon. And I think most of the people in this room would have done that, too, because I know most of you. But the way they performed most was was really a disgrace. God damn him. The big, deep winded inhales. I mean, he got exhausted even thinking about having to run. Um <laughs> You know, Did you notice how silent he was after he said that? Uh, yeah, because it was wildly offensive. I, I mean, so many levels it's offensive. Because here he is, without knowing all the facts. You remember when President uh, Obama said that the cops had arrested uh, that uh, the, the college professor who was getting into his house? They arrested him, and he said police acted stupidly. And he made amends. He made amends after that. We still don't know all the facts of what's going on. And Trump is out there saying these cops were disgusting. They're no badge of they're no they're no badge of honor winners or whatever he said. You know, I mean, I, I, what medal what is of that? honor winner? Medal of honor. Medal of honor. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, and then he says, you know, and I, you know what? I, I will say one part of what he said was right. Most decent people and 50% of those governors in the room, I think half those people in the room are probably good people at least. I don't know all the governors. Um, but, uh, you know, I even believe John Kasich probably would run at a gunman to try and stop him from killing kids. I believe that John Kasich would. I, and I know my governor. I can speak, uh, you know, for what little I know about him as a person. I think he would. Trump? Trump? Well, <laughs> let, let me see. Let me see. I've got Fine. two awesome clips. Yeah, that's all right. I have two awesome clips here. This is this one is from uh, uh, Jake Tapper. This is what uh, Jake Tapper said at the beginning of his show last night. President Trump says he would have rushed in to stop the Florida gunman even if he weren't armed. His military academy classmates who served in Vietnam could not be reached for comment. Boom! Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Wow. Jeez. Uh, wow, so, I missed that. Yeah, so later later in the night, Simone Sanders uh, with uh, on Anderson Cooper's 360. Simone Sanders, of course, uh, worked for Bernie Sanders. She's awesome. Um, she uh, she gets spoken. There's some right wing asshole talking the whole time she's talking, um, and and she repeated something that I said earlier in the day on Facebook, uh, slightly differently, but. It's still hilarious. The draft president wasn't running in nowhere to stop anything because he got scared of a bald eagle on his desk when he was going to stop him. He did. He's not. So let me. I want to hear the beginning. Just I want to hear it again. The draft dodging president wasn't running in nowhere to stop anything because he got scared of a bald eagle on his desk when he was going to stop him. The draft dodging president is president isn't running in anywhere because he got scared of a bald eagle on his desk while he was doing an interview. Yeah, the bird. Oh, he flapped its wings and lowered its head. Uh, so yeah, 
Also, another testament to Trump's courageousness and his bravery is that picture that's been going around for a while of him holding that massive umbrella over himself while his kid has no jacket on, is walking up behind him. Well, poor little Baron is walking up behind him. I mean, when my nephews climb up a sliding board ladder, I'm like right behind them and I'm like ready to catch them if they fall. This is on a windy tarmac. Yeah, you know, can, can, on a, can, yeah. You don't have a ball spot to protect. This is true. <laughs> your your flap is not going to open up. Yeah, I, the the mud you know? flap has is it's sealed back. That's there. right. You know, That's I have. Right. I'm just going to put this epoxy. out there. I'm. I I need to put this out there. Yeah. This guy who said I would have run there, in there even without a gun. You know, he had a chance, what, three, four times to run into Vietnam and the government would have yeah. gladly given him a gun. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I can't go to Vietnam. My feet hurt. Yeah. I got yeah. those bone, bone spurs. His bone spurs. Somewhere. Prevented him from running. So I'm one of those feet. I, I don't know. I got so Does many feet, I can't remember which one it is. I got, I got so many feet, I can't remember which one it is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Vietnam, what, what was it? What was it that he said that sexual diseases was his Vietnam? Yeah, he had avoiding sexual Vietnam. Uh, venereal diseases was uh, his personal yeah. Vietnam. He told Howard Stern one time. He could have gone to Vietnam. He could you know, have gone was, to Vietnam, and the government would have gladly given him a gun. So there was, I, I, there was he a, makes me ill. There was a great article uh, comparing and contrasting Robert Mueller's background yeah. And life experience with Donald Trump's, yeah. and uh, it was pretty devastating. It was pretty yeah. devastating. Uh, what, uh, how Donald Trump, you know, avoided service and was nothing but a, a rich, you know, beach boy in New York, mm-hmm. while M- Mueller was born into wealth also, and he, but chose a different into the Marines, yeah. Marines, and be- and became a hero. Yes. Bone spur takes about um, a minimum of three weeks before you're able to walk with that discomfort. Yeah, well, not if it's moving around. <laughs> you know, those movable bone spurs, like, oh, yeah. you know, like, like Igor's bump. I you know, still his hump, cannot believe that you know, he the hump kept going back and forth. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm still really angry that he actually had the balls to say, I'd like to believe that if I was there, I would have run into that building without a gun. Think about that, everybody. Think about it's that nonsense. for one minute. It's nonsense. It's it's ludicrous. First of all, if you were it's there insane. and you didn't have a gun, why would you run into the building? Yeah. What would you do? Oh, well, maybe I should wish they ran in there. Well, and I want to say this too is because all the all the Trump cultists out there are circulating an article from like, so I don't know, one of the New York newspapers not not the new york times not even the new york post i don't think um and they're, they're circulating this picture well this this ar- picture of trump getting out of his limousine next to an article that says trump saves the day and stops man from hitting other man with baseball bat and you know from like 1991 and it says donald trump got out of his taxi or out of his limo and and yelled at a man that was hitting another man with a baseball bat and the man said i'm sorry mr trump and he ran away screaming or something like that 
Um, and just so you know, this was an account. I don't know who gave this account, but all the other eyewitness accounts just basically said Trump stopped his car and got out, looked around, and got back in and like raced off to like a Paula Abdul concert or something like that. <laughs> um, and and that kind of goes. And, that and there's goes to the. And there's no police report. There's not a fucking police report. So nobody knows if this is true. And everybody's like, how dare you doubt Donald Trump? Look at this fake news I found from 1991 from a tabloid. A tabloid. God yeah. The like New goes, York Daily to, News or something to, like that. It probably was the New York Daily News. The New York Daily News has never been friendly towards Trump. No. The Post, they on never the other hand. The Post has been kind of back and forth. But it goes back to, to there's a story out there. And and there's audio where you know Trump was bragging oh, to yeah. Howard Stern again about how he was hosting a Red Cross you know ball, and an old man fell off the stage, and Trump said he fell off the stage and he bloodied the marble. Yeah, and he th- said he it was disgusting. Try to help the guy. Yeah, I listened to that audio again today. I forgot to grab that. But yeah, he said, you know, he was just disgusted by all the blood and wanted to just get away. And all the rich people that were there just wanted to get away. And then finally some Marines came from the back and grabbed him and smeared the blood all over. And, you know, it was like, Uh, what the? It it was, and it, it, you know, uh, so yeah, the the man is a a coward. He's a coward. You know, I mean, and again, the the one most telling thing, though, I think is the picture of him walking up that ladder to Air Force One. Well, yeah. his 10 or 11-year-old son doesn't have a jacket on, no protection from the umbrella, and then his wife is even behind their son. You know, There's I mean, a bunch if, of if, pictures like that. If Melania hadn't been behind Barron, I mean, if, if they would have made him walk last, I would have been like, oh, my God. Somebody called, you know, Child Protective Services, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, letting a kid walk up on a windy tarmac up those steps. And, I mean, and mm-hmm. he and he is a, he's a lanky kid. So he's kind of, you know, un, you know gangly and in. in top heavy too you know i'm not saying he's fat yeah. or anything like that i'm saying that he, he no, doesn't know he, he doesn't know his slight. he doesn't know his center of gravity you know and and you know at that age you don't know your center of gravity when you when you have a growing growth spurt like that and just letting him walk up like what. that that could be hor- that something horrible could happen what yeah. what a coward I, I gotta say this i i would like one person not just people listening here on the show but put it out there. Show me one picture where Trump has his arm around Barron. Uh-huh. Show me one picture where he's touching his son. I think there might I have, be. I saw one. pictures where he had his daughter on his lap. We oh. know that. Oh, okay. Multiple ones. <laughs> you know what gets? Yeah, you know what gets me? He's got phobias, right? He's he's a germaphobe, right? Yeah. He's afraid of sharks, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. another thing he Eagles. said to Howard Stern, the Eagle mm-hmm. Eagles. Another thing he said to Howard Stern was that the sight of blood and he's gone. Yeah. Right? He said that to Howard Stern in that same interview. Now Which means he was never there for any of his children's birth. Well, that's not the point. The point is I he would run into the school, even without a weapon, witness the carnage and faint. Is that right? Or just see the carnage no, and run, run, run away. No, he'd run away. He'd run away like Sir Robin. Well, not really. I mean, how ridiculous. He, he admits that he's, 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 he's afraid of blood, the sight of yeah. blood. And then he's saying he'd run into one of the bloodiest 
scenes you can imagine. No, he wouldn't. He would. Then I guess when you went in there, you saw that and you'd faint. I, I according just, I to think you, that, that was one of his most outrageous statements. My God! Yeah, oh, anybody yeah. who so knows offensive. how they react, and, anybody and, that knows how they react in any situation is a liar. And, yes. and what he does, what he does when do, when anybody that says really that, when when anybody says this, uh, to your point, Joe, when anybody says this, it denigrates what survivors did to help people even yes. even that even the even the kid the the colton uh colton hobb the kid who's whose dad s- deceptively edited out uh stuff from the cnn email we we found that out that you yes. know we we were basically right even that kid that kid's a hero i'm not going to take that away from him but his dad was trying to to you know smear cnn over the town hall, but that kid held up. I, I, I guess like Kevlar sheets. I don't know if they're from like uh, the gun range or whatever. But he he held Kevlar sheets over his fellow classmates. Kid, you're a fucking hero. Take that, take that. But you know, it's don't don't so try. So important what you just said, Ken. It, and, it's and, really so important. And what the the coach did, you know, Trump even even worse. What he said, you know, he's like, oh, if that coach would have had a gun, that he would have had a gun. He wouldn't have had to run. He could have just shot. You're denigrating these heroes. You know, the you're, heroes you're, who you're, you're did basically their part to save lives. Yeah, basically, right. what he did there is he said, "Oh, well, I like I like heroes that don't get captured." It's the or John can, McCain oh. thing yeah. all over again. Right. That's right. what it is all over again. It's like, well, well you know, it was great if he had a gun. It was great, but I totally could have done yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a mean, really good point. Oh my God, I want to punch him. Well, we can figure it if we do it. Yeah. So we um, can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yes, we'll get a visit from the Secret Service. Figure yeah, it. We'll punch him with me. our I minds. Know Secret Service people. Mind punch. They can yeah. all come see me. Yeah. It's all good. Uh, so. So I, I I love this one. This one this one, uh, and we're gonna have to go to the break. Short. Well, you know what? I'm sorry. Let's go to the break now. Uh, so we uh, we got plenty of time to do this. But there's other clips from this uh, meeting with uh, governors. This annual winter meeting with governors in the White House. Um, and there's some aw- there's some more murder fisty stuff. But there's some really there's a really good interaction with Governor Jay Inslee from Washington. That was amazing. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and hopefully we'll get to a couple other things, but we'll save most of the other audio for, uh, the end of the program. Uh, but yeah, we gotta, we gotta tightly pack in as much as we can in the next segment. And like I said, if you want to call in tonight, uh, all, all through the second hour, if you have ideas for, you know, again, uh, this was Michelle, uh, Michelle's idea last Friday. Um, and I think that this is a good, you know, we dedicate an hour here, an hour there on this show to, you know, real good solutions. You know, like I had my, my basically like, a, a cybersecurity version of study hall where you have kids and teachers working side by side, monitoring the campus with relatively inexpensive computers and cameras, you know, um, you know, that, that's my big idea because again, the Republicans aren't going to do anything about it. So we have to come up with ideas to help save lives um, that we can try and pass along that are inexpensive, practical, and giving a middle finger to the NRA. So And pass them along to Congress. Exactly. I'm looking forward to hour two. Yeah. 
So it's going to be it's going to be uh, very productive, I think. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. Uh, let's see. Let's listen to a, a nice song for the nice people. Uh, no, no, no. Let's listen to macaroni for Trump. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah so for so here here uh mr uh uh the, the hero the hero of parkland trump yeah we, we've got your uh, audio queued up here he's trying to compete with the uh, rudy hero of 9-11 right so uh but anyway we'll be right back with lots more turn up the night right after this the only time i think i've ever been able to understand myself was on turn up the night with kenny pick then things were really clear. Shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed what you need when them ends don't meet this is what you need when you fighting in the street this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck this you. is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air you. if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air you. this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air you. if you ever been stuck this is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder this is what you play when the police pull you over this is what you need when you just can't stand it every time you do right they take you for granted this is what you play when we in a recession this is what you play when politicians don't listen this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck you. this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real 
feel for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! What a worse, it's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello, dears. Hello. And Joe Sandhorses, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Joe, you there? Hi, Joe. Hi. Unindicted, and it feels so good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so classy. Ah, classy. All right, Classy, so man. all right, let's let's get right back into this uh, Trump's annual winter gathering of governors, um, and and th- listen to I mean, uh, talk about packing fifty pounds of bullshit into a one pound bag. I think Adam Hebert says that a lot. <laughs> um, uh, it's just pure unadulterated bullshit. Listen to this. I had lunch with Wayne Lapierre, 
Chris Cox and David Lehman of the NRA. Why can't it just be a meeting? Why does he always have to fucking bring food into it? I'm surprised he didn't talk about what they ate. But seriously, I had lunch with Wayne LaPierre and this other asshole from the NRA. And I want to tell you, Big they want sniff. to do something. And I said, fellas, we got to do something. They want to do something. It's too long now. Yeah, you know what they want to do? They want to have more lunches with you. Yes. So they can talk you out of doing anything significant, which is what they have fucking done. Continuing. Well, we got to do something. You're not going to do and anything. We're going to do very strong background checks. No, you're not. Very strong. We're going to no, do you're background not. checks. If we Fire. see a sicko, uh -oh. I don't want him having a gun. And, They're you know, not. I know there was a time. That was a time. Okay, I know there was a time where you overturned uh, Obama era an uh, executive order. Correct? Was it an executive order or yes? Okay, yes. yeah. Yes. Where he, where he, yes. he struck down that executive order that made it harder for people who ha had you know dangerous mental health issues. mental health issues to prevent them from getting yeah. guns, and you fucking took it away. We can't say that enough. We can't say it enough. It's just like how, you know, everybody wants, oh, well, there used to be a place for all these sickos to go. And, and again, that's his language. I really hate, um, you know, it, it, you know, it's like, I'm, you know, I'm sick of it, too, Ken. Stig uh, you I'm know, really sick of the it, too. Stigmas. Sicko, deranged, yeah. lunatic. Yeah. I hate that. I hate all of it. I hate it. Yeah. Because, because it's all deflection. Because yeah, all it is is trying to distract from the central problem which is there are too many guns in this country and yeah. assault weapons don't belong on the street you know who's a sicko in my mind is somebody who would say that they could go out in the street and shoot somebody in the face and nobody would care yes i the the other thing that bothers me it it, it does and i know we're not on this topic but it just bothers me that trump is sitting there saying this sicko this madman this deranged person all of this other stuff he is literally, literally alienating people in society that are seeking to be a part of normal society. I hope this makes sense. I it does. Do. It does. You know, people who are just trying, you know, just trying to get along. I mean, people, people who need you help. know, it's like, how, you know, are, are you going to call, uh, again, don't compare somebody with seasonal depression to somebody who's a, a blatant sociopath like Trump or Wayne LaPierre. Yes. You know, yes. you are the you're the people we need to worry about. You idiots are the yeah. people that need to be worried about because every last fucking one of these butchers is a good guy with a was a good guy with a gun until he decided to do what everybody who owns an AR-15 wants to do deep down in their little shriveled up hearts, and that's that they want to turn these guns on other human beings for whatever perceived slight they might have. So they're not lawless until they break the law. No. So, uh, continuing the... When anybody uh, could have. I mean, even if they were sick, they were fighting. And I said, fellas, we can't do it anymore. And there's no bigger fan of the Second Amendment than me, and there's no bigger oh. fan of the NRA. Oh, shit. And these guys are great patriots. They're great people. And they want to oh, do no. something. They're going to do something. <clears throat> and... They're not going to do anything. They're going to do it, I think, quickly. I think no. they want to see it. No, they're no. not going to do anything. No. Francie, you're a little early for to to call in, but uh, not not you. At least you didn't call at seven o'clock. <laughs> oh, oh shit! It's not till eight. I'm sorry. I'll that, call back. Are you sure? Yeah, I'll call back. I'm okay. Sorry. 
No, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Call us back in the next hour because uh, that's where we're really okay, going to get bye. into the nitty gritty. Talk to you soon. Oh, sorry. Don't be. A, don't sorry. don't apologize. Don't apologize. So, uh, but, but isn't uh, it fucked up that Trump is calling like, you know, this 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 guy who did this at at Parkland, a sicko, a lunatic, and all this other crap. Mm-hmm. I I just I find that so bo- that bothers me. It bothers me because Trump doesn't understand health. He doesn't no. understand any of this. Yeah, and, and like I said, to, to, to talk about mental health, to talk about mental health and then say, oh, these sickos, these sickos, they shouldn't have guns. You know, you know, and I, I said this before. I've said it on our show, other people's shows, whatever. Um, you you cannot lump mental health issues into one one big basket. It's like, you know, again, it's like saying... Um, well, you know, a broken toe is just as bad as lung cancer. Yes. You know, it's like physical yes. physical health. Physical health. Physical health. Yeah, I mean, the brain is a pretty vast organ where lots of things can happen. And, you know, and again, I, I argue this too. Technically, mental health is physical health because, you know, it all stems yeah. from chemicals and you know uh, uh you know and there there are even viruses that can cause you know mental health issues you know there, there's a lot of different things that can cause mental health issues you know uh, uh it, but you know and, and not only that when you're talking about mental health and sickos you say sickos and everything how about ptsd for all the people who served in the military uh oh, in thank in, you in, for saying that you know, oh God, are they sickos? That. Are they sickos for for you know uh, sacrificing their you know you know possibly sacrificing their li- life, limb, and you know and sanity? You know, are they sickos? You know, I mean, that's it, why that's madness. why I find myself so offended when he when when Trump says those things because he's he's selectively deciding who is worthy. Who is worthy of being considered a welcome member mm-hmm. of the society and who is not? He yeah, really and, is pushing people to the side. And, and it's and really, really disturbing to me. Here's the only effective way, the the only Shiver. effective way for for this to this to actually happen, for a mental health screening. And I'll be damned if the NRA is ever going to do this. The only effective way to do it would be to retroactively test everyone who has purchased a firearm. If we know who has them because of all the loopholes that exist out there, if they bought them illegally, if they bought them from a gun show, if they bought them from, you know, uh, Craigslist or whatever, you know, um, you know, if if we, we would have to make a national database of all gun owners to say what their mental health is. And then you would have to come up with a gun grabbing program to go take guns from people. I, yeah. Because you can't just, yeah. I mean, what's he, what's he saying? Oh, well, we used to have a place where we locked these people up. So now you want to, you, you know, what do you want to do? Take away their guns and lock them up? I mean, do you know how broad and sweeping this would have up, to you're be? You're talking about the mental health stuff, right? Yeah, that's that's the mental. What, the, the, I'm saying, the, um, I'm saying, it, it, if if you go to the logical conclusion as to where mental health screening and okay. you know what Trump says about like you know mental mental health institutions, um, uh, for the lack of a better term, an, an insane asylum, you know, um. Uh, uh, 
you know, if you went to that for what this rhetoric, it, all it says to me is, you know, well, you have to have something broad and sweeping. The NRA will never agree to that. And, you know, and, and what are you going to do? And, and then it becomes almost like, you know, what they're always crowing about. It's thought police. You know, I mean, they're, they're always talking, you know, it's like, okay, well, we got to find out. Are you going to use this gun to commit a crime? I don't know. You know, I mean, it's dumb. It's, it's just, it makes no sense. Trump was actually out there complaining about the fact that we had so many mental health or mental institutions closed down. Under Reagan's hand, as Kat just pointed Under out. Under Reagan. Yeah. And so what is it going to be, guys? What is it going to be? It's going to be pre-crimes. You're going to have a minority report and uh, you're going to have pre-crimes, just like with uh, Tom Cruise, you know? Yeah. Yep. You go in there and you arrest them uh, because they're going to do something. Uh, we think. Or you don't like the look of them. You don't like something they going. say. Yeah. I, I mean, in, in, you know, so, so it's not a gun problem. It's a thought problem. Mm. But, you know, this is, this is standard stuff. After every one of these incidents, we get the mental health thing right off the bat from the right wing. And nothing yes. ever because happens. All that is is a shiny object thrown out there to get us off the central problem, which is guns. They don't want to talk about guns, so they right away they talk about mental health. It's not guns, it's mental health. It's not guns, it's uh, access to guns. It's not guns, it's uh, something else. Violent video games so and movies. Uh, yeah, movies, it's Hollywood, it's... And uh, rating you know. systems. We need yeah. rating systems. Oh, it's yeah, a, okay. Uh, you forced my hand. Oh, yeah. I have to play that clip. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So th Trump said this, I believe, Friday. Um. Uh. This is such a great idea. I'm. I'm amazed nobody thought of this it, before. He said it at the Trump. governor's meeting again. By the way. Oh, he fucking. Uh, all right. So yes, this is what this is what Trump said on Friday about movies and video games. We have to do something about uh, maybe what they're seeing and how they're seeing it, and also video games. I'm hearing more and more people say the level of violence on video games is really shaping young people's thoughts. Candy and then crush, you go the further step, evil. and that's the movies. You see these movies, they're so violent, and yet a oh, kid is no. able to oh, see the movie if sex isn't involved, but killing is involved, and maybe they have to put a rating system for that. And oh. you, you know, you get into a whole very complicated, very big deal, but the fact is that you are having movies come out that are so violent with the killing and everything else that maybe that's another thing we're going to have to discuss. And a lot of people are saying it. You have these movies today where you can go and have a child see the movie, and yet it's so violent and so disgusting. Uh, here, I think I have, I, I think I, I have this old clip I did for uh, Mike Malloy show when Brad Friedman was filling in for him. Rated GOP 17. Right wingers not admitted without an adult. Rated GOP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes. Uh, so yeah. No. No. Um, yeah. You, 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 we don't have a rating system on movies or video games. I think we should look at that. What the fuck? Yeah. And just Seriously, so you know, Donald Trump. Just so you know, Trump. Um, this little funny bit I did. Rated GOP seventeen. Right wingers not admitted without an adult. Um, that's actually based on. PG thirteen that rating that you know happened with um, what was the first movie that had that Red Dawn I believe, um, but uh, yeah you're right. uh, that was Red Dawn Red Dawn oh yeah Red Dawn oh my God how appropriate yeah. Red Dawn. <laughs> 
Red Donald. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, so... Uh, Donnie really cared that much. Don't you think maybe Birth of a Nation should have gotten a rating? Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. And and Kat points out, Japan has the same fucking game. So does Australia. So does England. Uh, mm -hmm. So does Canada. And, and by the way, since we're talking about that, they have the same mental health issues that we have. Yes. yes. By the way. Probably... You know what they don't have? Yeah, but they don't have the president. same way of dealing with guns that America yeah. does. Sure. So, uh, so I yeah, can't so. believe Donald Trump doesn't understand that movies have a, they've had a rating system forever, forever as long as I can remember. And so do video games, and so does music. Thank you, Tipper Gore. Yeah, and Al, Where has you freak. I, I I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, you know, it's like a, 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 a more. I mean, even if you watch HBO, you oh, know, it, it, you know, TV Mal, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, brief nudity. I mean, it all comes up violence. Right. You know, I mean, everything every, is rated. Everything is rated, and you know these ki these kid children can just go watch movies. Well, if the movie theaters are doing their jobs, they can't do it unless they're accompanied by an adult. If it's um, a PG thirteen movie or you know a PG, uh, you know PG yeah. PG thirteen R uh, NC seventeen guidance thirteen years and older NC seventeen no children under seventeen allowed. Thank and then you. Of, and then of course my favorite rated GOP seventeen right wingers not admitted without an adult. <laughs> right wingers not admitted without an adult because you're all children. This. I made that bit like eight years ago, and it still applies today. Of course. <sighs> we so, have a president who doesn't, has no awareness that there is rating systems. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody's he, he, calling him out for that. No. Nobody. Nobody. Not a single fucking person at that table was like, well, well, are you saying you don't agree with the current rating system? <laughs> you could say that. Or would you like to add an extra one? Rated GOP 17. Right wingers not admitted without an adult. <laughs> uh, that's back, baby. I just remembered that I did that. <laughs> this is so loony. I'm um, glad you remembered that. This is loony. This it is, is crazy. This is insane. Yeah. So listen. Uh, okay. So listen to this one. This 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 is uh, um, half of you. Half of you are terrified of the NRA. I want to know what what he's saying. Here. We don't want to have sick people having the right to have a gun. But Plus, I want you having a gun. When we see somebody is sick like this guy, when the police went to see him, they didn't do a good job, but they have restrictions on what they can do. We got to give them immediate access to taking those guns away so that they don't just leave and he sit there with seven different weapons. Got to give them immediate access. Don't worry, you're not going to get any you won't. Don't worry about the NRA. They're on our side. You guys, half of you are so no. afraid of the NRA. There's nothing to be afraid of. And you know what? If they're not with you, we have to fight them every once in a while. That's okay. But you're not going they're to. They're doing what they think is right. I will tell you, they are doing what they think no. is right. No. But sometimes we're no. going to have to be very tough, and we're going to have to fight them. But we need strong background checks. For a long period of time, people resisted that. But now people, I think, are really into it. Oh, they're into it? Oh, I'm really into it. It's like, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I'm really into oh, cool. reggae now. 
I'm really into reggae now. I, I think, you know, it, it's a really underrated genre of music. No, you're not, not into it. It's either you agree with it or you don't. And the NRA has never done the th- done what they think is the right thing to do. The only th- right thing to do is their bottom line. They want to make more and more money. They want to be in the black and they want to see America in the red. That's blood. Yes. So that's it. Yeah. That's the only thing yeah. that's right to them is more and more sales. They are they have the same policies as uh, as Al Qaeda. Yes, go to America, buy guns. They're, they they paved the streets with them. Maybe he should. Maybe he should listen to uh, 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 Stella Roach or whatever the hell her name was. Uh, uh, Dana. Dana Loach. Oh, Dana Roach. Yeah, Dana who Roach. said. She's not even for bump stock ban. She doesn't. They don't want Congress to pass a law. No, that's the last thing they want. They want no. They want some. They want some. They want some uh, ATF uh, director to twiddle with the regulations or something or other. But they do not want them banned. No, not at all. They, They they don't want. I mean, they they absolutely don't. Nothing. They want nothing changed. That's why they went to lunch with Trump, because now you're hearing Trump. He's not even bringing up the idea of raising the age limit for, for buying assault weapons now. You know, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I mean, he's you know, the tonal shift, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it's it's just like this, this clip, this clip. This is 20, 22 seconds long. And then I'll tell you what happened today. John Cornyn, great guy, Senator. Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, and Kevin McCarthy, hopefully, are going to work on some legislation. I hope you guys, they started already. In fact, John has legislation in. We're going to strengthen it. We're going to make it more pertinent to what we're discussing. But he's already started the process. We've already started it. Yeah, so um, here's a tweet from, uh, uh, let me see. Uh, uh, I've got one because I don't have the audio for it. But um, uh, a tweet from earlier today, Shannon Watts on Twitter. I'm just going to, to find the first one. I first tweet I can. Why can't I find that one? But basically, earlier today, said uh, 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 Paul Ryan said, "No, we're not looking at any kind of new legislation whatsoever. You know, uh, we're we're just uh, looking for. Um, oh wait, here I think maybe I have it. No, no." Uh, that's not it. Uh, but it says earlier today, Paul Ryan said House Republicans would focus on law enforcement failures, not stronger gun laws after the mass school shooting in Parkland. Ryan. Is, uh, yeah. So and of course, Ryan is a top congressional recipient of NR at NRA money. So he, he said today, you know, it, what Trump just said, all a lie. McConnell and Ryan aren't going to work on anything. They're not. Of course. Why would they? They've got A ratings from the NRA. They don't want to move, uh, lose that movie, lose that I'm, movie, I'm lose far, that money. Far, sorry. No, I, I, I'm I, far <laughs> more disturbed at the fact because I didn't. I expected that from those dudes. Yeah. But the fact that they're that they're going after the law enforcement people in Broward County. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can take your Blue Lives Matter and pound it up your. NRA asshole at this point. Absolutely. I will give you an amen for that right now. Uh, another thing, too, speaking of the NRA, um, that asshole, the, this, I don't even know his name. I don't care to know his name. It's like not worth even repeating NRA people's names because it's like we're, per- we're repeating the names of mass shooters at this point. Uh, but the guy who smashed the, you know, threw the tantrum and smashed the TV with the sledgehammer, 
because uh, apparently he didn't have a gun to shoot it up with. Um, yeah, he, yeah. He, he went on a tirade today and said, "This the Parkland shooting is what happens when you have liberal leadership." Are you really? Yeah, really? he, he, it's over on it's that. over on media. Are you kidding me? It's on media. So okay, what liberal leadership? Rick Scott. Donald Trump, oh my God. Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell. I mean, you fucking control everything right now. The NRA essentially controls the free world. And most state legislators and, and governors. Yeah. And you're fucking telling me that it's liberal leadership that leads to something like this. Yeah. I will um, say this. Broward County, from what I've understood, is actually a blue county in Florida. So that's probably what he's talking about. I think that's what he's talking about. And I so, still call bullshit on this. Yeah. Bull fucking shit on all of it. God well, damn it. Because if he's saying that, then he's basically saying that, you know, those kids deserved it because yeah. you live in a blue county. Yeah. What about all the, the Texas shoot 'em ups we've had, you know? All the Texas butchers. I am so you know? tired of this. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Last one from, uh, from Trump here. Um, uh, and this one's good. This one's uh, actually pretty awesome. Um, this is Governor uh, Jay. Um, uh, sorry, it's a it's a long long clip. Inslee, Jay Inslee, uh, Democrat from the great state of Washington. Um, this is uh, what he had to say to Trump. This is uh, this is a, a definitely an amen moment. Now I know that you have suggested arming our teachers. And no, I just no I no just, not your teachers. Not your arming kids. a small portion that are very gun adept that truly yes. know how to handle because so I, so I do feel governors are very important that gun free zones. You have a gun free zone, it's like an yep. invitation for these very sick people to go there. I do think that there has to be some form of major retaliation if they're able to enter a school. And if that happens you're not going to have any problems anymore because they're never going to the school. You're never going to have a problem. So it would just be a very small group of people that are very gun adept. Anyway, go ahead, Governor. If I may respond to that, let me just suggest whatever percentage it is. I heard at one time you might have suggested 20%. Whatever percentage it is, speaking as a grandfather, right. speaking as a governor of the state of Washington, I have listened to the people who would be affected by that. I have listened to the biology teachers, and they don't want to do that at any percentage. I've listened to the first grade teachers that don't want to be pistol packing first grade teachers. I've listened to law enforcement who have said they don't want to have to train teachers as law enforcement agencies, which takes about six months. Now, I just think this is a circumstance where we need to listen that educators should educate and they should not be foisted upon this responsibility of packing heat in first grade classes. Now, I understand you have suggested this, and we suggest things, and sometimes then we listen to people about it, and maybe they don't look so good a little later. So I just suggest we need a little less tweeting here, a little oh. more listening, and let's just take that off the table and move forward. All right, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a number of states right now that do that. Okay, uh, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, yeah. walk away. Jeez. Little less tweeting. I yeah, I wish you had the video of Trump's reaction. Oh, how he folded his arms as he was listening to him. At, he had his arms folded arms. like up to Toward his chin. At the end of that, he folded his arms and put his Mussolini face on. You know that Mussolini mm -hmm. face? Mm-hmm. Yes. And he folded his arms and his, his eyes glazed over like, 
who the fuck are you? I'm the supreme leader. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it, uh, Ryan, you you said something, and then we got to go to the break. No, my thing was Joe was saying about Mussolini face. He he crossed his arms and put it up underneath his man boobs. The body oh, yeah. language was it was, was incredible. Awesome. It, it was. Awesome. It was. He so, did not like to be called out. He did not like to be talked to that way. And no. that's really important. And I need, personally, more people who are in office to talk to him that way. Because I do, too. Because when he said, hey, hey, how about a little less tweeting, a little more listening? Ignored it. <laughs> we need that, though. We need yeah. that, though. We need because that he won't ignore it. I need yeah. that from elected officials and from... Yeah. The press. I agree. Agreed. All right. Well, on that note, we got to run to the break, and then we're going to open up the phone lines. Uh, and again, we'll just stack up calls, and I'll try and give everybody a couple minutes to, to give us their ideas. Recording it on the record, and at some point, hopefully somebody will go through, and uh, I don't know if I'll have the time, but if somebody wants to go through and write down all of our different ideas, um, could be a message for, uh, could be a, a job for Four Freedoms blog. I don't know. <laughs> or the or the poorly written political blog. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll have somebody transcribe our ideas and uh, try and get them in, in the right hands and say, this is what we did. Don't listen to the first hour where Kenny cussed out a caller. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're going to hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, your calls uh, on a way to combat the NRA and their butcher poster boys right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. I try like hell to hide that ball spot, folks. I work harder. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yes! Who said that? Thank you! God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Open phones begin now, 330-536-1466 or 330-KEN, the number one goo. And, of course, uh, this hour is going to be dedicated strictly to calls uh, about just ideas, whatever the smallest idea um, that we could do that uh, the that Republican legislators won't do, that uh, the NRA can't touch. Um, but, you know, could be hopefully easily implemented by schools, uh, you know, on their own or with maybe public funding. 
I don't know, just anything to get something on the record uh, to show that we care and hashtag never again. Um, yeah. So, and of course, uh, joining me as always on the program, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. I'm still here. Excellent. That's good. Did you have a lozenge in your mouth there? <laughs> it was a large grape, but okay. if thanks for asking. <laughs> there was a there was a certain timber to your voice that suggested a, a lozenge size object. <laughs> it wasn't a timber, it was a large round grape. There you go. And of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, DC, the Swamp, the Beltway Bureau. Welcome back to the program. The Swamp believes that grapes are nature's candy. They really kinda are. So uh although i got some of uh uh super nature's candy uh today and that is leftover that is 50 percent off valentine's day candy at uh cvs huh. reese's cups kit kats there we go uh so anyway some today at 7-eleven i didn't pick them up i should have oh i saw well. like one last it was a huge gummy heart Oh, <laughs> that would have been fun. That would have been fun. Uh, all right, Francie is is returned to the program. Welcome back, Francie. Is this the right time? It is. It is. Thank you for calling. Okay. Pick up the night with Kenny Turn. Oh God! <laughs> I don't know what even. I don't even know what day it is. I swear uh, to something. It's. No, it's stupid. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it is. Well, my thing never again. Um, We have a lot of rules and regulations when we fly in a plane. We have uh, no fly list of people who can't fly. This country has to compile a list of people who can't have guns, like um, domestic abusers. Um, yep. you know, that's doable, especially if they're in the, if they've been arrested for domestic abuse and violence, they don't get a gun. They don't, yeah. they're not allowed to have a gun and they're on a list and they go to a store and they put their name in and yeah, they could get a fake ID and all blah, blah, mm-hmm. but at least, you know, there's a record of them, Well, you know, and, along and- with their criminal record. Think of it like this, Francie. Um, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, when you said that, you know, well, yeah, they could use a fake ID or something. You know, when I go to the doctor or I go to get, mm-hmm. pick up a prescription, they're mm-hmm. like, they, they're like, your name, your address, your birth yeah. date. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you you rattle it all off. They want you to rattle it all off. Not even show an ID for it. So you know, it would be like, and that's you know, that's an interesting thing too because when even when I worked in retail. Um, we would catch mm-hmm. people all the time if we if if like a man handed us a credit card with a woman's name on it, right? Um, and, and the, the, I, yeah, oh, I, I worked in retail also. It's, yeah, you know that's but that's my, oh that that's my wife. Well, how do you spell the last name? Right, and when was she born? Also, too, sure. we have to when we get certain medications, um, they're like controlled substances and whatnot. You know, Sudafed, yes. blah blah blah. You have to show your license. You know, you have to sign stuff, and that picture better friggin' match. The stuff better match. And, and the people are pretty sharp. You know, uh, I mean, the no-fly zone, they do the no-fly list or whatever zone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
a lot of them don't fly. So, and the other thing is, there has to be a nationwide um, law so that people can't go across the border to another state and get guns. Yes. You know, there has to be a federal law. You know, I'm sick of this, let's let the states handle it, because yeah. you have jackasses, I don't know what fucking state it is, that goddamn five-year-olds can get goddamn guns. Yeah. Yep. I, 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 um, my brain, I mean, the other thing is, 21. You can't drink until you're 21. Mm-hmm. You can't smoke. They have the birthdays and all that shit. You can't yeah. get a gun. And you also have to, like, when you get a driver's license, you don't just get behind the fucking wheel and drive. Yeah. You have to take driver's education. You have to take a driver's test. How about, I mean, Damn. how about that for a gun? Sure. How about you have to have a license to hunt, a license to fish, a license to drive, a license to fly. You don't well, need I a agree. license to shoot. Yeah. I, I agree with all this, Francie. Um, but the the only yeah. problem is none of that's going to happen unless we can unless we we can get unless we vote these fuckers out. Yeah. No matter who they are, if you get yeah. money from the NRA because it's not the NRA of my dad's age, it is not the same thing. It well, was what a about hunters thing years yeah. ago? It's you not anymore. It. It's a money thing, Francis manufacturing money. thing, profit yeah. thing. Sure, sure. It used to be. It used to be. National Rifle Association was something mainly. to. It was for hunters, but it was also a gun safety organization. Yes, it was. They used to have like safety. I remember. I remember. My neighbor was a hunter, had guns, and and his son went mm-hmm. to the NRA training sure also yes. he had guns and we knew damn well they were locked up we knew yes. damn well not to touch them well and here's the thing they we still knew. do that they still do that but it's just a cover for the far more nefarious right. side of the nra which is, right. the, which is the, the, the money machine the nefarious yeah. side is the nra ila which is the lobbying arm yes. of the nra and the big money support the candidates that will toe really the, the line and and sell the speeches, yeah. you know, that say it's, you know, it's, a, it's the guns don't kill. I mean, well, they make it no, a lot easier. The, guns, the human being that is holding the fucker and pulling the trigger is killing. And we had a ba- assault weapon ban. W. Bush let that yeah. sun, sunset. Well, well, they yeah. didn't. They didn't re-up it. Francie. We had an assault weapons ban. Francie, do you have uh, outside of that, which is all going to take legislation? Um, right. Do you have do you have any any thoughts on what schools can do on their own since the NRA and Republicans won't help? Uh, do do you have any any thoughts on on that? Like you know, uh, I know a, a lot of inner city schools uh, they have metal detectors and X ray yes. X ray bags and right. things like that. You know, oh yeah, and, I and know. that's they, cut they, down. A lot on, you know, violence in inner city schools. Well, they're going to have to do that everywhere, I'm sorry to say, because of, you know, how rampant this is. There's so many guns. Mm -hmm. There's so many young people that have access to their parents or whoever they live with. They have access to these guns because people don't lock them up. They don't Mm -hmm. have trigger locks. They leave the guns loaded. Yeah. I mean, that in itself should be criminal. 
that should be child abuse. If oh, you I are agree. a parent yes. and you have loaded weapons in your home and your child hurts somebody with them, the parents should be liable. I, I mean, they, if you smack yes. your kid around, you get arrested. I mean, but if a kid gets a hold of a gun, oh, it was an accident. Bullshit. Oh, it's a tragedy. Yeah. It's the too soon up, to talk grown about. Up, the grown-up needs to. The grown-ups need to, you know, have a little responsibility. Well, you know, you know, you know there was poison out for the yeah. kids. Don't leave a loaded gun out. There was uh, there was an interesting. Uh, I remember uh, there was um, a young boy. I think he was five, six, seven. I don't know. It was somewhere down in the south. I think maybe Kentucky, mm-hmm. rural, rural Kentucky. And he was given mm-hmm. a gun for his birthday, a uh, little kitty gun, and he shot yep. and killed his toddler sister. And somebody, yep. someone from the press went down there, and a bunch of the neighbors came out and was like, we don't want your Cantonese parts. You know, and they were like right. fucking ready to lynch the press for going down to e- de- dare even, you know, oh, talk know. about this. The thing, so. thing was, the grandmother, the grandmother bought the gun the kid for yeah. Christmas, birthday, whatever the holiday was, and she had it loaded in the corner of wherever yeah. the fuck they lived. And the kid had the gun, was playing with it, and shot, I don't know if it was a sibling or it was cousin a sibling or whatever, and killed. killed it was his little sister. Toddler. Yeah. Right. So, I heard the so, yeah. story, too. I mean, so, grandma. But, yeah. <laughs> Right. But anyway, well, well, Francie, I'm going to let you go because uh, we're we're about halfway through this segment. Okay. Um, but I uh, appreciate okay. your your input and um and uh, uh, we'll, oh, we'll, I had a question. Are you doing yeah. birthday um, boners or baners? Uh, yeah, yeah. Put them in the chat. And one of us will will grab them for okay. you. Okay. So okay, right. very good, Kenny. Um, thanks for taking my call. No problem. At the right time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's you okay. guys. All right, we love you too. I love you, Francie. So. Bye, bye, Francie. Bye. 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 Uh, so yeah. So uh, and and again, I want everybody to be calling. Calls can stack up. I don't care if somebody's on the line. I will take every call that that, that comes in right now. If you have a positive solution on how to fight back against the NRA, again, I, I, lots of great legislative ideas there from Francie. But until we get get control of you know at least two branches of government, it's not going to happen. It's November, just not going to happen. November. November. Yeah. So uh, call in, yeah. So call in three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. I want I want to hear from everybody, even the tiniest little idea. You know, but I'm really looking for these ideas that that are are something we don't have to rely on these these dimwit Republicans and 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 their NRA overlords to to make happen. Again, if you I know, can just jump in really quickly and really sure. simply. It's something that you know, um, Mala. A friend of ours from the blog, from Four Freedoms, has said for a long time, and I really do believe this, everybody should be able to have a gun if you can pass a test and get a license, like a driving license. Uh, I agreed, but it, it's never, I, ever, ever going to happen. I know that sounds so simple, but... It, I, I agree. I agree. I've, I've been saying that since I was a teenager. You know, um, so so I agree 100%. But uh, Adam Hebert, what's your practical solution to fight back against the NRA without legislative power? Oh, I, I, well, 
Well, I don't know how practical it would be, but it is something that I suggest on my on my Trek Radio Saturday. What's and, that? And uh, I'm glad you're feeling better, by the way. And uh, thanks. I went NRA, to the doctor. I, I went to the doctor look- today. Well, that's good. Thanks. But I'm still I'm still glad you were feeling better Thank by you. the end of the show. So anyway, um, I think that uh, maybe once we take back Congress and the White House, it might be time to evaluate whether or not the NRA could be considered domestic uh, terror organization. Because every time something like this happens and people say, maybe we should regulate the guns, what do they do? They say, if you do that, we'll shoot you. Well, Isn't that uh, how a terrorist uh, acts? Uh, I mean, well... You know, I think you could even maybe take it a slightly different direction and the government might not even have to be involved. What could happen is depending on how many times the NRA goes after the survivors of of, uh, these attacks that they enable, uh, maybe the Southern Poverty Law Center can put them down as a hate list, hate group. That doesn't that doesn't require the government. But they carry well, no, a lot of weight. They carry a lot of weight. Well, yeah, and I think that if the, the, if the Southern Poverty Law Center did that, I think you would see, you know, the holdouts who are still maintaining relationships with the NRA, like uh, FedEx, um, Amazon, and um, uh, Roku. You know, all mm-hmm. these other companies would probably be like, uh, "Yeah, we're done with you." But at the same time, they. Uh, we cannot deny that they do engage in rhetoric that is associated with terror groups. Yeah, I agree. And, but until somebody you know, actually commits a terrorist act in the name of the NRA and makes a manifesto or a pronouncement or actually has deep ties to the NRA leadership, it that will never happen. I think the hate group thing is the best the best thing we can hope for. And it maybe it takes somebody somebody like us compiling statements made by members of the NRA, uh, past and present. Look at all the stuff Ted Nugent said. Find out what he said when he was a board member of the NRA. You know, and, it, 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 you know, go through what Dana Lash has said. It, you know, uh, honestly, again, every every solution, every solution we, we can do in the short term has to require zero legislation. I definitely agree. I mean, if, yeah, if we could do something without legislation, that'd be fine. But yeah. I still say it should be something, like I said, on the table if we, it, when we take back the House and White House. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't have them now. Here's the yeah. thing. No, we, don't we don't have, have the Senate now. and the White House. And so we can call the NRA, you know, a hate group or a terrorist group, but the NRA doesn't qualify that legally under law. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm sorry to disagree with you again, Adam, but we have to deal with what we have in front of us. Well, yeah, and but right I, now, I right mean, now, the NRA is an accepted lobbyist in front of, of, you know, the House and the Senate. Yeah. You can't call them a terrorist group if they're considered they're a lobbyist group. Well, and and again, there are qual- there, there's criteria that they would have to meet to be called a terrorist group. Uh, it, and and yeah. you know, again, it, the, if the right case is made, uh, it, it, you know, at that time, and they keep up on the track that they're on, and maybe they, you know, if they blatantly inspire some kind of Waco 
type thing because uh, we hear people talk like that all the time who are yes. NRA freaks. We hear the ammo sexuals out there saying, oh, you just wait. I'm going to water the trees with blood of, um, you know, whatever. The tree of liberty, blood of tyrants. That's yeah, freaks. So, so yeah. So, so good ideas, but, you know, again. Your hands are clean of that. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know. I don't like it, but it's true. Mm -hmm. But now, now, Adam, here's, let me, let me expound a little bit on my idea from Friday. Uh, I talked about this uh, repeatedly. I think this is, well, not repeatedly, a couple of times. So here we go. This is a picture, a study hall, right? They have a few different computers in the study hall. This, the computers are have one dedicated purpose, and that is that they are security monitors hooked up to a relatively inexpensive network of cameras. You know, small enough that they're not recognizable as cameras. You can you can find these things like they have very small cameras on trains, like the the RTA. You'd never know it was a camera unless you know you were looking for it. You know. And that, you know, and that's, that's an issue too, you know, uh, you know, protecting cameras from people, you know, splashing paint on them or something like that. But, you know, if you have dedicated, a dedicated, uh, you know, what would you call it? A, 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 a security hub or a monitoring station and you make it like how we had kids who were the, you know, kids, um, in school who, who were, you know, got good grades, did extra credit, were, you know, were got ahead and didn't have to take as many classes as other kids, whatever, um, or, or just even as extra credit and have a rotation with like a teacher's aide or a teacher or even have the principal sit in on certain days and, and have this centralized location where kids are literally monitoring the campus of their school. Um, and, and again, make it extra credit. You know, you do this, you can, you know, skip gym for a day or something, you know, uh, whatever, uh, you know, uh, but I, I really think it, that this, this is one way again, you, you could do this on your own as long as you had the funding, you know, and, and honestly, maybe schools could even do crowdfunding to do this too. And say, look, we just need, you know, two or three decent computers. You don't even need great high tech stuff anymore to do this, Adam. You know this. Um, you know, the, the technology's gotten so much better with cameras and computers that you can you can literally set something up. And yeah, maybe it might be kind of expensive. Uh, uh, I guess you could. Uh, I guess there are probably. I know there's Wi-Fi cameras. You know, uh, I mean, hell, maybe you could even have fun every week and maybe have a drone that you take out. You know, and, and to patrol the campus or something, but make it a, a something that's a, a bonding exercise with with teachers, teachers aides, the principal, uh, the guidance counselor, the the nurse, uh, you know, whoever in in a group of students that maybe rotates out, and you know, and, and you know, it's a it's a in a safe location of the building, maybe close to the principal's office or something, wherever, um, or maybe even in the basement next to the boiler room. But, you know, I mean, th this to me is is something, you know, where they talk about talk about hardening schools. I think that, you know, OK, well, we don't need to build, you know, a, a big cement wall around it. I do agree with like putting in the x-ray machines for bags and the metal detectors for people to walk through. You have to do that in a courthouse 
why not do it, you know, in a school? So I think like small steps like that. Yeah. I mean, some of that equipment's going to be more expensive. Obviously the x-ray machines and, and the, um, the metal detectors are more expensive, but, um, I, I, honestly, I, I think that that's the way to go And and, you know, maybe even have like, see if the FBI would offer an internship, you know, an unpaid internship for students who participate in this. I know it might sound a little big brother, but seriously, I'd rather have, you know, little brother watching with the computers, uh, in, in cameras and everything. Uh, so big brother with a gun doesn't come and mow him down, you know? You don't, you don't have a, much of a right to privacy when you're in school anyway. So, um, I don't know, Adam thoughts on, on my idea there. I, I mean, it could work, but at the same time, we also want to be cautious about turning schools into, you know, prisons, which is why I can't help but be amused with the NRA. He's like, we need more guns. Yeah. You know where the left guns prisons. Yeah. And uh, I, I know, understand, I understand that concern in our schools. I understand that, but you know, I mean, I couldn't just come and go as I pleased. I mean, when I was, when I was in high school, you know, there were two doors in, there there were two doors in, two doors out. If you open any of the other doors, you tripped a, tripped an alarm, you know, in the two doors in, two doors out, you, you, you know, if you, you had to walk past the receptionist desk to get in or out. So it's not like it was, you know, it wasn't kind of like prison already. I mean, they, they're doing this with it inner city like schools. Prison. What's Ken, that? I got to, I got to deeply disagree with you on that. It wasn't like prison. Well, I'm saying I felt trapped because I, I hated I, school. That's what I'm saying. And, I, and you know, okay. it's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to deeply disagree with you about that's that. Fine. But it, it wasn't like prison. It was about whatever it was about. Um, but it wasn't prison. Sure. Yeah. I, I, but I don't even think having the cameras uh, on the out the perimeter of the campus and metal detectors and X-ray machines. I don't think that is like prison. I mean, that's that's what happens at a courthouse. You know, when, right. when you go for jury duty, I could have raised my hand at any time and said, "Excuse me, I have explosive diarrhea. I have to leave," and I could have left. You know, and I would have gone back through I the metal it, detector I and I would have left. I find it interesting, and I hope we get some more calls, but I, I'm i having a hard time with this discussion of, of gun control and, and school control. And I, I'm, I'm really kind of disagreeing with you right now, Ken. That's I, fine. You know, so we, 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 we had, and you and I, and, and I know, Joe, you're a little older than us. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Uh, Ad, uh, hold on. It, it's break but, time. Hold your thought until after the break, Adam. We're gonna we're gonna let you go. Um, but uh, thanks okay. for calling in, and uh, and we'll, we're gonna continue this after the break. But uh, talk to you soon, Adam. Okay. Yes. All right. Bye bye. So, uh, but Rain, right, yeah, ho- hold your thought. Hold your disagreement uh, until after the break. <laughs> I don't think anybody else is calling in. So uh, I thought everybody would be into calling in tonight, but apparently not. So we're just going to go ahead and say no more calls um, unless you absolutely were just waiting until after the break to call in. <laughs> um, and um, we're going to go ahead and uh, run to the break. And let me see what we got time for here. Um, uh, we'll go ahead and queue up a little hair wolf 
for the folks. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll listen to Fortune 5000 because it's a bunch, about a bunch of greedy monsters from the future. So that kind of works for Republicans, right? Um, anyway, we're going to go ahead and hit the break. And Rain will come back and, and, uh, and tell me why she disagrees with uh, the issue of, uh, of school control versus gun control. We'll be right back right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more. to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you play the laser swords. That they're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. <laughs> Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Rated GOP 17. White wingers not admitted without an adult. There you go. Uh, welcome back to the program. Of course, joining me as always, uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. I'm still here. And Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Uh, welcome back. Hello. And we'll do name calling uh, in a moment here, uh, and birthdays. So get your birthdays out there, uh, and because uh, I didn't, I didn't have a chance to write them down. Um, uh, but yeah, Rain, uh, tell me where you disagree with me on, uh, um, I don't think it, I, I don't consider it school control. Uh, I consider it school safety to fight back against the NRA until something can be done about them and them belching forth more and more guns upon the country. I, I don't think that we're that far apart on this, but I know that the NRA said that security not gun control is the answer to school shootings. And I find that disingenuous. Um, I just, I just, I don't know how to explain. I really don't know how to explain it, but I feel like, you know, Ken, when you and I went to school, we went to school around the same time. Yeah. If you walked out of a school, if you walked out of your school building, most of those doors were locked. You couldn't get back in. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see more of things like that. I just feel like, and I know I, I went off and without my without a clear, without a clear argument. But I, there's a part of me that feels like we need to do more to educate. Here's the here's here here's where I really. I'm sorry. I'm thinking out loud, and I'm now I sound like crazy lady. But no, you don't sound crazy at all. Our gun problems are more than just schools. And right oh, now we're absolutely. focusing on schools. Right now we're focusing on schools. And I think that we're getting down into that macro, micro level of focusing on schools. But what are we going to do when, when somebody shows up at a, at a mall? Are we gonna well, are we gonna lock down malls or am I make I hope I make argue sense. I mean I, know I'm probably I, I not. can't I I walk into a mall every day uh, to take the train um, to take the train home every time I walk in that mall there's a security guard every thirty feet you know so do you every think thir- more thirty fifty guards um well, we need well, more. Se- I don't uh, like to do the so do you think. I'm sorry for doing that. I, I would like to see I would like to see some form of security uh at, at you know uh whether it's a somebody who already works for the school like the principal, vice principal, whatever. Um you know standing by uh the metal detectors and the, the x-ray the bags. 
You know, like I said, I want to see that. I want to see tighter entrances for where people just come and go, uh, you know, and and I want to see um, a monitoring station for the perimeter of the school. Uh, okay, because can I ask you something? You know, that, that's, that's what I want to see. Because, can, and, can and I'm only saying, I'm only question. saying that because that's something that can be done without the, without Republicans, without the NRA. I agree with that. But go However, ahead. okay, I was going to ask you this question, but now I'm going to say this as, as a statement. I believe that that is only a temporary solution. I to agree. A problem. I totally agree. And because I, the way, at, I, at the I rate we're going, them, but yeah. I, we need people to start figuring out how to solve this problem on a bigger, like a huge level. Yeah, I mean, and the weapons are only going to get deadlier. And the regulations yeah. will only become more lax as long as the Republicans and the NRA are in power. And that's why I'm saying this is a short-term solution. I'm saying this is something that could potentially be done tomorrow. Because Republicans won't allow anything else it, to happen. Just, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. The, met, the metal detector and the the X-ray machine. That logistically and financially, that's a lot more complex. But but it does solve things. It does. Take it a look does. At what's happening in Detroit? The metal detectors help in Detroit. Yeah, they help in airports. They help in courthouses. They help in police departments. I know I sound like I'm talking out of both sides of my ass, but. I, I'm very confused about this. I understand. I'm but, very you know, confused I, about this, and I'm very frustrated by this. I understand. I understand. And I, I don't know. I, 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 I thought more folks would want to call in about this, but, you know, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Because there's not a lot of solutions unless it's legislative. And I get that. And there's every everything that Francie said, everything that Adam said. Um, with, you know, I I really don't think it's practical to label the NRA as a terrorist uh, organization. Um, again, you know, unless you know somebody um, commits an act of terror in their name. But I don't know. Yes. Um, but anyway, well, Cat Cat is calling it. So, Cat, uh, uh, hey, welcome to the show. Uh, what do you got for us? Well. I'm bringing experience as an educator. All right. Um, okay. The high school where I did my student teaching, we had about 1,500 students or so at the school. It was a yes. fairly large school. And what I want to know is how do you efficiently check every one of those students every morning as they come into school it's impossible uh, yeah you know I, you know i i i understand that in logistically it, it, it is difficult but um it happens every day at no, airports no, it's, it's it's not difficult it's impossible is it impossible when you deal with it from one school to one school yeah, I'm not trying to be bombastic, but right. But but the situation is, in order to effectively harden the school, you have to have a single entrance that every student has to come through. And when you're dealing with that volume of students, there's absolutely no way, just none. 
because you will have a half hour long line of students waiting to get into the building. So, do, all right, let me ask you this. Are you saying that there's no way to prevent guns from getting into schools, Kat? I'm saying that the most efficient way to deal with this is not going to be through hardening the schools. The most efficient way to deal with it is to restrict the availability of guns, period. How do you I, prevent them from getting to I schools? Agree. I, I do you agree can. with that, too. You, I mean, I, I'm not... You I'm trying to ask questions that... percent guarantee there will never be a gun, a knife, or anything like that in a school building. You cannot 100% guarantee it. It's not going to happen. Which, again, I know I was playing devil's advocate, but I agree with that. And so it comes back to me, in my mind, that we need the will of fucking Washington to do something about this. Yes. And, really and the, the, answer, to God the do. answer is, right, but the answer is not arming teachers. Uh, okay, when you and Kenny and Joe and I were in school, how many school shootings did we have? Uh, it, wasn't, it didn't really exist. It wasn't a thing. No. Right, and yeah. how many metal None. detectors did we have in our school buildings? None. Yeah, I didn't have one. Right. Right. So the problem isn't the schools being a soft target, because otherwise this would have been happening in the 1930s, 1940s, 1950s. Yeah. And it wasn't. The problem yeah. is something. True. The, the problem is something cultural, and that something cultural is that in the 1980s, early 1990s, the court started ruling that the right to bear arms was an absolute right. Mm -hmm. And it yeah. made guns more available. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I agree with that completely. That is so important. However, this is where we are now. This is where we are now. I know what, what happened in the 80s and the early 90s. It yeah. happened. How do we fix it? And again, How everything, everything that I, everything that I've said tonight, and I said I understand logistically and financially, it's far more difficult to put in metal detectors and X-ray machines in schools. My initial idea is that hub, the hub where there's monitors and there are cameras that students and faculty members can all be a part of to, to monitor their campus and lock shit down if things go south. You know, I know it's not perfect. It's not perfect, but that is absolutely something that can be done before we On ever, hand, before we ever see any kind of legislative uh, you know, you know, solution to this, and I agree with everything right. I, everybody's I, saying legislatively. I get yeah. it, but we're not fucking there. Well, on the I, other hand, on the other hand, all of these technological solutions that you're proposing—the metal detectors, the monitoring systems, everything like that—where do you think the money to 
pay for those it's gonna that's why i suggested first the computers and the cameras because those are the least expensive things i already said i said i understand logistically and financially the x-ray machines and the metal detectors are are a very difficult thing but the first solution i said was the hall monitor the campus monitor scenario i really think that this is a good idea and and it's the best idea that you know i can come up with outside of getting every fucking person who takes nra money out of every elected office and you know it and start getting rid of these fucking guns i'm all on board for that right but i'm saying right, in, right. In, in the immediate future right here right now getting cameras and monitors in schools it, it's only a few thousand bucks and it could be done easy it's a little mm-hmm. bit more than a few thousand bucks, uh, and Cares. and do you know where those few thousand bucks are going to come from? Hopefully, good people like us who would just be like, you know what, the school wants to do this, let's give them money. They do a they do a, a Kickstarter, they do you know a GoFundMe. I guarantee you, they did something like that. It might it might not happen with every school because some co- communities might be like, "I don't give a fuck," you know. But hey, if my if my one of the schools in in the school one, one of five of the schools that surround my house, if they wanted money it, for a Kickstarter or something like that, I'd do it in a second. I don't know how many other people and, would, but you know. I- I'm saying that's why we have to think outside of the entire legislative and government funding thing. Well, you don't. Um, I have. But, it but might not. It problem, might not happen, but it would be worth a try, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and and I understand that, but you know, I'm looking at this from the perspective of every time something like this comes down the pipe at the schools. The first place they go to get the money for it is from teacher salaries. Yeah, yeah, but that's I, not part of the discussion. I, at this point, it's not. And you know, teachers, they probably would be okay with that. I don't want to see that happen, but they probably would be like, you know what, if it's going to keep the kids safe and me safe, they'd probably be okay with it. But I don't want to see that happen. That's, yeah. not, that's not part of it. Kenny, it, at, Kenny this point. at some point, these teachers have to be able to pay for their their homes, their food on the table, and their student loans. But you're assuming you know, that the proposals that Kenny is presenting They're impossible. They can't be teachers. done. Fuck it. It's all a horrible idea. I'm sorry I ever said it. Go ahead. Give your parting shot, Kat. We gotta do name calling. Well, you know, it's, it's not that it's not worth examining, but, you know, the, the problem is the financial end of it, and the the voters just don't want to pay for the schools because, oh, 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 my taxes might go up. And that's where the problem lies. It lies in the, the will of legislators to do something real about the actual problem, and it lies in the hands of the voters not being willing to pay for public education. All right, we got 10 I minutes inter- left. You got your parting shot, Kat? I because Kat, that's, Kat, that's it. This, this entire discussion was supposed to be inspirational about possible solutions as opposed to 
possible non-solutions. I, 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 I adore you, Kat, but I don't know, man. I, I got to tell you, I, the, this was, I, was just kind of depressing. Wildly so. And I'm, I'm sorry to, to be the downer here, but you know, I'm looking at it from from the standpoint of somebody whose family have been teachers, who was the teacher herself, and it's like. And that was never my intent. That was never my intent to suggest teachers should pay for it. I even offered up solutions in the beginning. I'm not saying it's going to happen yeah. for every school. I'm not saying any school, every school would want to do it. I'm just saying, hey, right. maybe it's a possibility. That's all I'm saying. But I get it. Right. I understand. Right. I got to let you go because we got a new name calling. But uh, we'll we'll talk more about this later. So, um, uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So. Jesus Christ. I'm serious. I really was looking forward to doing this show tonight. I'm just going to be really frank with everybody right now. I really thought maybe we could come up with some some creative ideas. And, you know, and, and, and again, I don't have a solution as to how everything would be paid for. I don't have a solution for every kind of legislative fix. I don't have a solution for anything, really. Uh, I just want to throw out some ten. fucking ideas. And, you know, seriously, it's I'm really just pissed ideas. off right now. I'm and, really um, just pissed off. I don't even fucking want to do the rest of this show. It's been so right, disheartening we, and so discouraging, uh, you know, wh which what I thought I was going to be an interesting conversation. And I even I defended everybody by hanging up on that idiot who called in at the beginning who just wanted a fucking limelight. And because I thought we really have a good idea for tonight, we really have a good idea. You know, I gotta say, I'm really fucking disappointed, and I'm sorry that I'm 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 acting like this right now. But I'm 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 really fucking disappointed. This sucked. This was a sucky fucking hour. All right. So what can I do? No, it's fine. It's fine. We, we just, do. What can we do? What can no, we do? It, it's fine. We can, we'll do name calling after the break because I got to collect myself because I'm not, I'm just not, you know, I, I don't know. I, I tried, I, I thought this was going to be a good thing and it's like, and I get it. Everybody's it got their thing. own opinion. Actually, Ken, Ken, it really is a good thing. It might not be the thing that you wanted, but what happened this past hour is a really good thing. And if you listen to the show tomorrow, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. You'll oh, I won't understand be listening to the show tomorrow. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I swear to God, I'm not kidding when I say this. You're going to figure out, okay, we have bigger problems than we thought, and we have to work through them. When I say it's a good thing, I don't mean it's like, yay, happy unicorns thing, but it's a good thing. Well, uh, Joe, do you do you have any thoughts? Not a, you, you, yeah, not a comfortable thing. No, no, it's fine. But Joe, do you have any thoughts before we go to the break? Well, um, I have a thought. It's not, <laughs> I have two thoughts. Aaron Sorkin had a thought. <laughs> so let me throw his out there. And um, I thought it was a pretty good idea. And it doesn't involve legislation at all. And I think it'd be more effective than legislation, actually. Um, you know, eBay doesn't sell guns, right? I don't think so. And uh, PayPal doesn't do gun transactions. Uh, I think there's several other 
you know, pay services that don't. Um, Aaron Sorkin was on uh, MSNBC the other day, and he had he was on with Ali Velchi, and he said, uh, you know, maybe the corporations like Visa, Mastercard, the big banks in this country should stop handling gun sales. Period. I agree. That's right, Joe. And you know what? The NRA's got big pockets, and they can fund a lot of security measures. If well, I, can I jump I'm, in there. Oh, oh. I, hey, the Sue's the Sue's <laughs> just called in, everybody. Suze? That is. Oh, the Suze. hey. Hello, Sue's. And can yeah, I, I just tell you, grassroots things—they happen. All right. Nobody's mm-hmm. asking teachers to pay for everything themselves. Nobody's asking for that. But I'll tell you what: if they get shot. That's going to be hard to pay that mortgage too. Damn it! You know, I love suits. <laughs> what the hell? Agreed. No, Agreed. seriously. I'm. I'm just. Yeah. All right. I'm. I'm going to say that. Like, when when gun deaths happen, if if you're talking like security monitoring, big three thousand dollars, you can get that in a GoFundMe overnight. Yeah, it could be. It could I mean, be about ten grand, but still, yeah, even that that could happen if a community cares enough about their kids. They would do that. If, if they like their kids, they could, yeah, come up with a little bit of money. Most people do like their kids. I find that to be true. But true. anyway, I did post um, on the Sister Resisters site um, a story about a father that turned in his guns to the, you know, to the police. And I think that's the new movement that, um, that we're going to see a lot of parents and Twitter, that care about their their community and their families turning in their guns and um, to the police yeah, the, station at radio resistors on Twitter. Yeah. Or and, at radio resistors. That's, that's the future. It's like, we're not just going to sit there and be like, Oh, well, we're all going to die every five months. We're all just going to get all our friends killed. No, things are changing. So yeah. do not despair. So this oh, is me a little riled up. I'm a little riled oh, up. Man. Yeah, there you go. Oh, All right, Suze, let me let me give you an amen. 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 Don't forget Resistor you know, Sisters. There you go. Brand new Resistor Sisters. Episode six coming this Friday uh, after turn up tonight. Yeah. So uh, happen. Well, thanks for calling, Suze. Uh, um, I love you. I'm gonna let you go. Ah, he's gonna let me go. Sorry. Ah, I'll bye. see you in the kitchen <laughs> in a moment. Uh, so, uh, but Joe, did you want to finish your thought before we go to break? Well, yeah, I, th- I just thought that was a, a great idea by uh, Aaron Sorkin. Um, it would be effective, and a movement really be. could be started. You know, uh, to push these. I mean, you see how quickly all these companies stopped their association with the NRA. Um, I think it's it's a workable idea uh, to, to to get these big companies to stop financing gun sales, like eBay doesn't do like PayPal doesn't do, mm-hmm. if Visa, MasterCard, American Express said, no, we won't allow our cards to be used for gun sales. Yeah. Uh, non-legislative? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's not something we could do overnight, but it's something we could do quickly. We don't have to depend on politicians to do it. It's all the pocketbook. And it's all the big the big uh, lenders who can stop the sales through their financial organizations. Second of I all, I that. the only I other thing, that. I thought it was a great idea. Um, and, and another thing is is something we can do in November. And I think it's the ultimate thing. Uh, 
We have to get the sons of bitches that are in the NRA's pocket out of office. We have to vote in November. And Absolutely. vote big. Yes. Load up your car on November 6th. Mm-hmm. Get as many people in your car as you can cram in there. Drive safely. Get to the bowling, bowling booth and get them in to vote. That's because eight months really, away. Ultimately, so, yeah. Go ahead. Yes. It, ultimately, the only way to stop these people is to stop cut off the cut off their head, and yeah. their head is in Washington. Yeah. Cut all right. Them, and in the state legislators. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so on you that, can look at yeah. all of those kids in Parkland, and every one of those high school kids across the nation were like, "Yeah, I'm registering to vote now because of Parkland." Yeah, they sure are. Get and them um, to the voting yeah. booth. Uh, but you know what? Again, that's eight months away. So there are still things. I still think my idea is legit. Uh, for not for every oh, school, yeah, yeah. not for every school. Uh, Joe's idea is legit. That could take less than eight months. You know, um, my idea, if it was funded properly, would, would you know, it could be done in a couple and, weeks. But and Ken, if I could say that every idea, every idea is worth considering because there is yes. no one solution to this process especially this when you have no support from your government and the lobbyists exactly. control the the, the exactly. this country so anyway exactly. we got to go to the break when we come back we'll get into name calling i got a couple written down here uh but i think francie needs to put some out um uh so if, if one of you see those could you jot them down for me uh, but yeah, we'll be right back with lots more. Uh, well, last hour of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Listen to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick live every Tuesday and Friday from seven to ten p.m. Eastern for three hours of news, opinion, and laughs. This is what comedian and talk show host John Fugelsang has to say about Turn Up the Night. You guys really walk a good line of having it be really collegial and really having a, a show that, you know, blends the uh, intelligence with the irreverence, which is the hardest balance to pull off. Still not convinced you should listen to Turn Up the Night? Well, listen to what legendary writer, actor, and comedian Rick Overton has to say. I just don't think we can use the mainstream news for much anymore. I'm, I'd much rather go to you than to CNN for anything. You know, I would trust what my friends have to say more. Well, who can argue with that? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Turn Up the Night Tuesday edition. Uh, I can't even get that right. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Welcome back, everybody. I'm sorry I blew up in the last segment, but it was just not 
the segment I was hoping for. And my apologies. I'm not angry at anybody. I just got frustrated. And it was wrong for me to explode like that. My apologies. Uh, that's Adam You're Hebert's. Fine. That's Adam Hebert's shtick. I shouldn't steal it. Um, so, <laughs> breath tanking, anger, and management issues. Um, and uh, yeah. So, and again, I great calls from everybody. Just differing opinions, and you know, I had expectations, and you know, and and I should know. I should know. We have very very independent thinkers who listen to the show who have different ideas and uh you know it all comes down to that and i appreciate the diversity of views that we have because we don't want to be a bunch of bobbleheads like the freaks in the nra and all the people who pay them off or or, or all the people who uh pay off you know what i'm saying anyway i'm still oh those nazi bastards will just why you nazi bastard anyway welcome back to the program uh joe santors of scranton pennsylvania the electric city hello did i miss something i have no idea uh (laughs) and of course (laughs) rain from four freedoms blog washington dc welcome back to the program as well i love you ken and i love you joe and yeah I think it's good that we had disagreements. Yeah, that was a that was the most heated I've been in a while on the program. So we could work it, it out. A little 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 therapeutic, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but uh, all right. So we we need to get to name calling. I'll go ahead and do name calling uh, real quick. My browser crashed. Uh, finally got it back. Uh, I just got a new router because uh, my router died the other day. Um, and, uh, on Sunday when I was supposed to do, um, when I was supposed to do, um, uh, Southern Progressive Revival. So that show was uh, half an hour late. So it sucked. Anyway, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right. Let's get straight to the biscuits. All right. Uh, listening to the show tonight, uh, Mr. Adam Hebert, uh, Mike Check Radio, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern every Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. I think I said that. I don't remember. Uh, Bay Lua. Brokehammer, Psy Guy, Francie, Jay Colley, Cat, uh, Ken Sr., hi, Dad. Uh, sorry you saw, had to hear me melt down, Dad. I let you down. <laughs> uh, living in Long Island, uh, Michelle in South Florida. I'm sure Miles can't be far behind. Peter in San Francisco, President and Trojan Rabbit. And I think Tim Coromel was here earlier as well uh and um i don't know who else might have been here but if you're not here now i'm sorry name calling was uh was off did you now i have i have a a birthday from uh mr santorsa and i got one from mr hebert do we have any others because francie seemed to uh say she had a birthday or two and um, did did you either of you see Francie's birthday request? I didn't. I'll check. Okay. All right. If you're there, Francie, so, put it back up there. Uh, oh, thanks, Dad. He says nah. <laughs> I said I let him down. He said nah. <laughs> <laughs> you never collect uh, Dad now. Yeah, you know yeah. That. So, so I'm sure he enjoys a good tirade from time to time. Uh, so anyway, until we hear from, uh, Francie or anybody else, uh, who might have a birthday, uh, I, from what I hear, rumor has it, uh, Mr. Chompy Chomperson himself, Sharky, is turning one. 
turning one tomorrow. Tomorrow. So yeah, February twenty uh, eighth. That's yeah, right. Yeah, there we go. We give give him a uh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, big chomp there for Sharky. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I should give the 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 dog the dog chomp for him. So I, I I heard you had a cake for him. So it's probably gonna sound something like this. Might not be so crunchy. Is it gonna be made out of wet food? Sharky's cake. Oh, it's gonna, gonna be, be real cake. Re- oh, real cake, uh, but baked well, with real stuff cake. dogs can eat. Uh, carrot. Carrot. Cake. Okay, carrot cake. There you yeah. go. No, sh- and, will and it have sugar? One... Yeah. Oh, so it's more for yeah. you and less for Sharky. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll give him a bite, but you're not going to give him like half a cake. <laughs> so... yeah. yeah, and he, he could eat the candle. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a crunchy candle. So, uh, so how many years is he in dog years then? Uh, I guess uh, six or seven. Oh, okay. So, but in and, uh, human years, an eternity. Yes. Oh, there you go. And Francie says Dennis. <laughs> Dennis uh, tomorrow. Who's uh, wait? Who's Dennis? That's not uh, her brother. Is that Francie's brother? So, <laughs> well, whoever Dennis is, tomorrow's your birthday. Whoever Dennis is, you get a baby. <laughs> and on Sunday, Adam Hebert's uh, his sister's uh, birthday, Carrie, uh, and <laughs> and Adam says, until tonight, I honestly had no idea Kenny had human emotions. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, that helped. <laughs> oh, Hebert. Uh, <laughs> all right, so happy birthday to uh, Dennis, Sharky, and Carrie. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! And, uh, oh, okay. And, uh, Francie said, I got two Brett, my friend Tanya's son, and her brother Dennis's, uh, today. So I'm sorry, Brett. There you Thank go. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. So, Brett, Dennis, Sharky, Carrie, happy birthday. And many, many more. And, uh, with crunchy candles. There you go. And, um, what the. What the? What is Francie typing there? Francie, is there an animal walking across your keyboard? <laughs> that's what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> so, wow. uh, that's interesting. One of my cats would be proud of that typing. Uh, so, uh, I think she was doing the hey, hey thing for the birthday boner. Uh, so, anyway, um, uh, as much as I, I said uh, I wasn't going to do this, um, we do have some audio from CPAC. And I said, didn't I say rain? I said, unless there were extraordinary circumstances, and there actually were extraordinary circumstances, the audio is is pretty minimal from the CPAC stage that we're going to play. But on Saturday, while CPAC was going on, uh, Devin Nunez, as I put, I spelled Devin, I left out the E in uh, Devin Nunez's name in this clip. Um, the, the democratic memo rebutting the Nunez memo came out and apparently Nunez was asked about it. 
So so basically, what what do you do at CPAC? You lie to the cult. Of course. So <laughs> so uh, or, or you tell the truth to the cult. Uh, yes, yes. So the, uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, yeah. So Nunez, uh, Devin Nunez or Devin Nunez said, uh, <laughs> said this when the democratic memo came out on Saturday, we actually wanted this out. So this <laughs> has been held up for over two weeks. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. We actually wanted this memo to come out. You oh, wanted it out so oh, much. oh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'll just start that right over. We actually wanted this out, so this has been <laughs> held up for over Bullshit. two weeks. Uh, the FBI and DOJ had right away had told uh, the Democrats what was wrong uh, with their memo or their response to our memo, uh, and they waited for two weeks uh, before they actually did the redactions that were necessary to get this out. We wanted it out. We want it out because we think it is clear evidence that the Democrats are not only... I, I love that the, that little chuckle in there is such a tell. We think it is clear evidence. No, no, oh. no. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Listen, to that. trying to cover this up, but they're also colluding with parts of the government to <laughs> cover this up. At least it's our and government. I think if you read it, you will see personal attacks on myself, personal attacks on Chairman Gowdy, uh, with a lot of. A lot of really interesting things that sound really bad, like a lot that, that has been happening with this Russian investigation over really the course bad. of the last year. But what you're not going to see is anything that actually rejects what was in our memo. Oh! Bullshit. No. No, so no, much. No, 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 no,
of Nunez's memo was that the judges were duped into giving the warrant because the FBI withheld where they got that information from. Yes. But they didn't. <laughs> they did so, not. Soul. And it was right yeah. in there. Soul. Soul. <laughs> soul. As we that. say in. Yeah, soul. soul, don't Democrats you know? Memo. So don't you know? Uh, they knew <laughs> all about it. Yeah. And uh, the judges said, yeah, but this guy is still looks kind of shady. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. By the way, we have a new listener, MTC2020. Uh, say hi in the chat. Let us know where you found us. Um, hi. And, hi. All right. So, yeah. So that was, that was you know, the one thing that we, we, we just had to play from CPAC. The other, other thing we had to play from CPAC is a guy named Ian Walters. All right. I'm not sure who Ian Walters is other than the fact that he's part of the, uh, what is it? Uh, oh man, I, I, I should have put this in here. Uh, he, he's part of like one of the organizing committees behind CPAC. The, the same one that, uh, Matt Schlapp. And by the way, Matt Schlapp sounds dirty. That name. <laughs> uh, he sounds like when, uh, Trump's, uh, food is delivered. Matt Rhythmic Schlapping. Uh, Max yeah. Schlapp. <laughs> Let's have a short. No, oh, that was there were so many schlaps in there. Um, There's a lot of schlaps. But yeah, Ian Walters. And and I want I want to uh, put this out there too. Ian Walters, uh, he is a, a person of color. I'm not sure of his uh, nationality at all. But um, uh, um, in a part of the interview that wasn't relevant with Matt Schlapp and Michael Steele, where where, where this. The conversation that comes after this clip, it was mentioned that you know Ian Walters is a person of color. Um, he's he also a of color. He's also a, a a blues pianist, which I found out. <laughs> so, um, yes, uh, not not that great a one, uh, but uh, you know I can't say I really have a top favorite blues pianist anyway. Uh, so uh, Ian Walters at CPAC uh, had this to say. Well, first a loving story about how he met his wife at the first CPAC or the, the, the CPAC 2009 where Rush Limbaugh bounced up and down with his shirt unbuttoned. Um, <laughs> but then he ended it by, by saying something horrifically racist about Michael Steele. My wife, Karen, and I met at CPAC in 2009. We're a CPAC couple. A it was CPAC the year uh, Rush Limbaugh spoke. And bounce up and down. a little bit of history. Bouncing. Uh, we were somewhat lost as a, uh, as, a, as a group. We had just elected the first African-American president, and that was a big deal. And that was a hill that we got over, and it was something that we were all proud of. And we weren't sure what to do. And uh, a little bit of cynicism, what do we do? This is a terrible thing. We elected Mike Steele to be the RNC chair because he's a black guy. That was the wrong thing to do. Whoa! What Whoa. the fuck? We elected Michael Steele because he was a black guy, and that was the wrong thing to do. Well, it, 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 you know, 
Michael Seal actually delivered to a certain degree for, uh, you know, he did a lot better in his first, uh, you know, than than Ryan's Priebus did in, uh, for a while there. Um, yeah, he hurt the Dems. He hurt the Dems. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, don't you remember uh, Michelle Bachman and her awkward, oh, you the man, you the man, you know. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, where my homie at, Michael Steele? Um, you know, so, I mean, he had to endure this stupid nonsense, you know, just from people who actually pretended to like him back in the day. But now it was a big mistake because we had a black president a Democratic president, so he's saying, oh, so what did we do? We just elected this this guy just because he was black, not because he had good ideas or, good, you know, a decent skill set, just because he was black. So after that wildly awkward and racist moment, and again, coming from someone who also is a person of color, uh, that has to be even more hurtful. I have a feeling if Michael, if this had been said by just your average white guy at CPAC for Michael Seal, Michael Seal probably would have been like, oh, I saw that coming a mile away. I know, you know, because he kind of knows the score with a lot of these Trump cultists, you know. But uh, but Michael Steele wasn't even, you know, he, he wasn't having this. So here's part one of Steele versus Schlapp. I'm going for the guy who with the cooler last name and it ain't schlap. <laughs> so here's part one. And this was on uh, what's the steel and Unger uh, radio show. So you'll hear a little bit of Rick Unger here and there because they do the Sirius XM show together. But uh, here's here's part one. This is the conservative political action conference. Everyone decides what lane they want to be in politically. You have been in a lane where you've been rather critical. Let's be honest. I watch you. I go on MSNBC. I watch you. You watch me. All right. You have been rather critical of some of the more conservative aspects of the Trump phenomenon and this Trump right. agenda. Right. You're a good uh -huh. pro-life man. Right. But there's a lot of other things that you might spend time on this radio show talking about. And I think what Ian was getting to the heart of that was there are people who are critics of some of the things you did right. as you were chairman. Right. And that... There could be truth to the fact that some people picked you as chairman because we constantly do this in Republican circles about, hey, here's a new face for the party, right? right? And he thinks that, that he feels that there are criticisms of how you were chairman. Now, can you accept that that could be no. what he's coming at and not a no. race? No, I don't. Because he won no. on the no. sixth ballot. No, 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 no. He <laughs> won on the sixth ballot. Yeah. How do you get picked because yeah. of your color when first you win off, on the sixth ballot? First off, he, I, I, all due respect. Come at me. What the hell does that my oh race my have to do with any of that at the end Come of the day? Me. i got to pause it right there. C Come at me. Come at me, Thank bro. Thank you. Why, why didn't Schlapp just finish and say, Come at me, bro? What the fuck is that? I found that really offensive that the white guy said, come at me to the black dude. Yeah. I, I mean, me. it, it's come like, me. oh, my God. So, um, all right, let's finish out this clip. Uh, go, go ahead. What were you going to say? I'm done. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So finishing out this clip. What does the color of my skin have to do with anything you just said? 
Yeah, I disagree with the direction this president is taking conservatism in this country because I call BS on a lot of it. When you can't stand the ground on Charlottesville, I'm going to call it out. I have to be authentic yes. and true to myself. You do. All right? So that has nothing to do with... But it's not just Charlottesville where you've been a critic. I, I've been a critic on policy. On, on a lot of things. A lot of things. So you mean to tell me that as a black conservative, put it in that context, but let alone as a conservative, I can't be critical of the president? You can be, but as you know, that there are a lot of people, I think, take race out of it. Yeah. If you look at the criticism, <laughs> but he injected race into it. That was the. I, I would agree with you. So again, those those words that tumbled out of his mouth, right. tumbled out I of his mouth, were unfortunate words. It was stupid. And it's not unfortunate. Call it what it is. It's, and he and, and, and it, all. It, it is stupid to sit there and say that we elected a black man chairman of the party and that was a mistake. But it, do you do you know how that sounds to the black community? Yes, I know. And do you know how that sounds to Americans? I do. I do. I know how I do. He's like I do. Uh, White guy. <laughs> do you know how it sounds to Americans? Well, it, it sounds wildly racist. It, I love that Schlapp is like those words that tumbled out of his mouth. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. The racism that belched forth from his visage uh, is what I would say. Even if he is a person of color, even if even if that, that even if Ian Walters is a person of color, I mean to me. I, I, I can't say because you know I, I can only I can only um, speculate not being a person of color myself but to have one person of color say that about another person of color within the confines of CPAC that has I mean that has to be so hurtful and I, it, I'm know. just gonna step in here and feel like I'm not a white man I'm not even a black woman mm-hmm but I felt like, dude, did you just white explain to the black man? Yeah. Yeah. And these that words pissed me that off. That tumbled, really pissed me off. These words that just tumbled out of his mouth, like like you know, a random number from a bingo machine. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's a real so what, for the, he had he had extra he had extra words in his mouth, Rain, and just the racist ones accidentally tumbled out. <laughs> I I, I want to hug Michael Steele. I don't I do agree too. With anything? I don't agree with his political stances, but that guy that that man has been treated really badly by his own party. God damn so it! So bad, so bad. Yeah, I'll give you a guy for that. damn it! But, uh, Joe, quick thoughts before we get to the next one, because, again, Steel uh, schlaps schlap around. So <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> I, th I think that they should have taken race out of it. Uh, oh, except that the guy that said it said we elected a black guy. I know! Yes! We, oh. we need... We, we need Oh, I think the next one, uh, uh, Schlapp suggests to Michael Steele, you should show a little grace. <laughs> oh, oh man. yeah, That is yeah. not the right thing to say. No, that is not no, no, the no, right no. thing. To, you uh, Let me explain to you right now about these words oh, that gently tumbled out of his mouth like a little, um, you know, tic-tac that he just couldn't hold in anymore. Um, you know, <laughs> oh, God. So yeah, so, I, I, so this whole thing pissed me off so much. Yeah, and uh, it's a uh, uh, Ian Walters because uh, people are wondering who this this guy is. Ian Walters is the guy who said it. 
Um, but uh, yeah, so here, here's part two. Do you know how they didn't equate that level of stupidity to conservatism? That's, <laughs> the, that's the objection I have about the moment. I know, but at. he called you. He called you. He felt terrible. <laughs> I, know he did. I talked to him. That doesn't change anything. But, but it's important for people to know that he realized that the words could come out in a way where it looks like... I, it's and the, I said that. But I, don't oh take the God. worst out of what he said. You know him. Don't I know. Take the worst this is out where of you it. need to have some grace. Look at what Wait a minute. Wait, what the hell do I have to be graceful for? Well, you've not been very graceful. <laughs> you've not you. been very graceful to the Republicans and the conservatives in this hall have, and in this room again, for a very well, long period of time. You, you, you have your critics. I don't, I, that's 10 years later. He was talking about why Michael was elected chairman. elected chairman. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Before President Trump. All I will say is, is this. <laughs> Michael Steele, I don't want to be on the show saying this. I, this is not where I want to be this morning. But not everybody, you don't have universal praise I don't for care how you were point. chairman. I don't and if you, okay, then is your point is that we should be for the best person, including <sighs> a black man or black woman, to be the head of the RNC? I'm with you a thousand All percent. All right, so, so let, a me, thousand percent. let me just put this in, in terms that I think everybody... I just want to say at this point, Matt Schlapp actually reached down and pulled a Klan hood over his head when he said that. <laughs> Uh, I mean, <laughs> seriously, are you fucking out of your mind? Are you out of your fucking mind trying to defend this this asshole Ian Walters and yourself and the party of racism right now? I mean, you know, show some. That's where the party is. Show so if somebody calls you the N word, show a little grace. <laughs> hey, yeah, Rain, somebody calls is. you the C word. Show a little grace. Joe, somebody calls you an Italian slur. I won't say one. The W word. Show a little grace. <laughs> I'll show you grace. At the end of a knife. But. <laughs> or the wait, heel, wait, wait. What heel is the boot? W word for Italian? I think he's referring to WAP. Yeah. Or oh. skinny. Oh, okay. You know, they, that's uh, no, the I two. Didn't uh, know that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. They use. I used thought to, of other words, but I t t truthfully, my generation never. Uh, we never got to that. But my mother told me when they were okay. living in a an Irish neighborhood that was uh, quite common. That's <laughs> funny. I did not know that, Joe. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I really yeah. needed to understand that. So, uh, but but basically, what this guy Schlapp is saying is that uh, be a good house, you know. And uh, be a good house, uh, Negro, and uh, shut up and be graceful, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, you know, it, it's ridiculous. He's saying, well, gee, it's your fault for being black. Mm -hmm. You should be yeah. able to take stuff from white people. Sure. Yeah. That's your job. And, and I, I got to be honest with you. I really, really, really appreciate Michael Steele and his response, and I don't have to agree with Michael Steele, but he, he, I love Michael Steele. I do too. Maybe uh, not long. You know, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have a newfound respect for him over many things he said. Yes. Um, in recent history. So because yeah, um, he's calling it this out, he's he's basically saying, "What the hell does my skin color have to do with what you guys are saying?" 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's racism. It's racism. It's racism. And yeah. that's that's where the GOP here's, is. Well, here's what Schlapp is saying. Schlapp is saying that you are not a good conservative, black or white, because you criticize their Fuhrer. So, uh, yeah. so everything's fair game at this point. Exactly. Yeah, so, all right, let, let's yeah, let, let's continue mm-hmm. this. Let's continue this clip. They will understand that I've spent forty-one years mm-hmm. in this party. Forty-one. All right? I've taken crap you have no idea about, and I've carried this baggage. And for him to stand on that stage and denigrate my service to this party, and for you as a friend to sit here and sit there and go, well, you've been critical of the party. There's only one word I can say, and I can't say it on this air. Say it. No, I can't no, because can't. the FCC the won't radio. allow it. Well, wh- why can't? Because the reality. Why of it can't is, you hear what I have to I say? I heard about what it. you have to say, <laughs> and it's not acceptable. <laughs> it is acceptable. I get that, but it's not <laughs> about that. I know people. Yeah. Are, Look, what is this about, Matt? I know people. You think are, you think well, Matt, are, you think Matt, Ian hates I know you because people, of your skin color? You really Matt, think that, Matt? Matt, you really think Matt, that? Do I think, oh, what? you think Ian hates you because of your skin color? I don't color? know what Ian thinks. Exactly, he's a racist. Uh, you know, do you think he hates you because of your skin color? It doesn't fucking matter if he does. It matters what he said, and it was ugly, it was terrible, it was reductive, and it wasn't helpful to anything for the Republican Party. And that's exactly what Michael Steele is talking about. What do you think yeah, Americans think? What do you think Americans think? Like, what do you think African Americans think? Yeah. So I'm telling you what, Michael Steele. I get it. You're anti, you know, you're anti-choice. We get it. For the most part, just about everything else. I, I, I in my personal life, I'm a fiscal conservative. Eh, kind of. I do like spending money, um, but I don't like going into debt personally. Uh, but you know what, uh, Michael Seal, you're welcome in the Democratic Party. That's what we call it. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I want to I want to get to the last one here real quick. Uh, and then we'll have a couple minutes to talk, but then we absolutely have to go to the break. Uh, here's a part three. Very quick clip. I'm not sitting here again saying people can't criticize me for how I led the RNC. I get criticized for a lot of stuff. That's not what it's about. You criticize me because I'm black. That's a whole different conversation. That's my you job. Stand up on the sta- you stand up on the stage <laughs> and you go, well, we only did this because he's black. That's like, just, me, just, only, that's like saying to me, I only got into guys, Georgetown we got, Law we got School because seconds. I was black. We got 20 seconds. I would seconds, just say, so. remember... Michael, I still love you. I can Same understand here. why you might not love me, but I'm, I'll, I'll take the licks on this one. I think it was not our best moment, but don't always jump to the conclusion that just because people use inarticulate words that they have it in for you. I, I think, didn't think I he th- had it in for me. It's just stupid. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, Michael Steele, standing oh, up for yourself, standing oh, up for yourself man. and sticking it to the CPAC assholes. Uh, you know, for, for basically towing the racist Trump line, you know, I mean, his criticism of Trump has nothing to do with his tenure as, you know, uh, or his stint as the, the, uh, uh, RNC chair, nothing, nothing. Uh, did you want to say something, Susan? Rain, you just proved that you do have to teach racism. It's not an inane thing. You have to teach these things. Yes, it's, it's not inherited. It's taught. True. So, That's this true. is true. So, um, true. Um, 
uh, final thoughts on on this uh, interaction, uh, Rain? I, I'm done. Joe? <laughs> I'm still remarkable. It was a remarkable exchange. And then Schlapp says at the end, I still love you. No, you don't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> love him actually okay maybe i'm not done no he doesn't love him he that guy schlapp kind of came out and be like yeah i got you i owned you i owned you and michael Steele was like yeah motherfucker you think you owned me but you don't own me this was like yeah. kind of a can we can we get that gunshot oh you want the ricochet i don't even know what i want those two men, Michael Steele and that schlap guy. That? Yeah. Yeah. Those two guys don't like each other. They're not going to be friends. It's it's done. It's over. Oh, I hope so. I mean, uh, you know, I love that, you know, uh, uh, Matt Schlapp was like, uh, you know, I still love you. I understand if you don't love me. I, I, uh, no, I, yeah, I, I, I yeah, as soon that. as he said, <laughs> I understand if you don't love me. That was the point when I was like, yeah, yeah, you Michael just didn't. Feels like motherfucker. I you like sacrifice your I like... friend. You sacrifice your pr- friend to white splain your party. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the part where he said, "Why do you have to think, turn everything into race?" Just because they called you the N-word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, I mean, it about race. Why are you making this about race? All he did was call you the N-word. Don't make this about race. You're Show about some grit. Oh, uh, th- that's his Johnny Cocker moment. Uh, don't make this about race. Show some grace. Come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> fucking asshole. I, I oh swear my to God. God when I, after I heard that, that 10 minutes, that 10 minutes... And I've heard I've heard Michael Steele do a couple of interviews around local rate. I was just like, no, no, Schlapp needs to shut the hell up. And oh yeah, Michael he needs Steele to shut the fuck is up. Is a decent human being. He really is a decent human being. Compared to Ryan Priebus, he definitely is. Yes. You yeah. know, I mean, because Ryan Priebus, remember that whole rep- he was the, ch- the GOP autopsy. Well, Ryan Priebus said, "Fuck all that. Let's re- let's elect mm-hmm. a you know a Klansman reality show host." Yeah, all I know is that Michael Steele was chairman of the Republican Party in 2010, and yeah. we all know what happened then. We got our asses kicked. That's right. We did. We did. So, all right. So, let, if I was a Republican, yeah. I'd say he delivered. Yeah, yeah exactly. Pay attention to the black person. All right. Well, we're in running long. Time, get him over onto our side. I'm down with that. Yeah, let him run. Uh, let him run. Uh, oh, seriously, let's get get him into, is the head of the DNC if we can. <laughs> uh, head up that blue wave, man. We'll 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 uh, we'll take you for uh, your your anti uh, choice stance. I, now I don't know if that would work at all. Uh, but anyway, we got to run to the break. We're going to come back and wrap things up. I don't know if there's any Mad Libs uh, coming our way tonight. Maybe I'll find a quick one that. Uh, oh no! Actually, I got a Netflix one that maybe I'll just have Joe and Rain do. Maybe I'll solicit a oh. couple, couple responses from people. Yeah, it's an uh, it's an Oscars themed one, I think. So, okay. um, oh oh, I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll come back uh, right after we hear uh, "The Heart" by Bobber. We'll be right back. 
Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Yeehaw! Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. 
We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. This is Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. I'm not sure, but uh, Brokehammer says uh, he's not sure. He, he says he uh, he's not good at hearing lyrics and songs. And he said the the heart probably has some dark lyrics, but I think the heart is about finding one's soulmate. Isn't it, Rain? I think it is. I, I mean, it something along those way, lines. Way before I met Bob. Well, and and again, I, I, not You know, I mean, people write songs not necessarily from their own personal standpoint. Some, a, a lot of times they do, but a lot of times, you know, it, it's just kind of a a thought or a feeling about you know a certain scenario. But to me, the heart is is about completing yourself by finding that perfect mate or. And Bobber will have to grill him on Friday about this uh, and find out. Yeah, We should. So. I don't think, and I could be wrong, but I don't think that Bob wrote any any of his songs with the dark. No, I don't think he really did either. I mean, even sw- Swimming Upside Down, you know, is a little bit dark, but not quite. Not really. Yeah, it wasn't so. meant to have a dark side. Yeah, but it, 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 I mean, struggle obviously I think is is in his songs, yes. but not necessarily yes. a bad struggle, a struggle for self improvement. So, yeah, my songs on the other hand are all fucking ridiculous, and <laughs> sometimes they're dark, sometimes they're about Draculas, sometimes they're about Bigfoots. Um, ghost or would guns. that be ghost guns. Or, yes, ghost guns, or would that be Draculae and Big Feet? Uh, so. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, Bobber is working on a new song tonight uh, to answer Livin's question. Uh, so, uh, that, uh, he's been that, working on many, many songs. That's what I heard. You know, I, I'm excited about this. I'm very excited. And everybody, please hold tight because of my uh, health issues. And don't worry, they're not like life ending health issues or anything. But I've gone through, uh, I had kidney stones recently, and I they just really have been knocking me out for like the last week and a half. Took off uh, Mike Check Radio last Saturday to to recoup. That helped a lot, um, uh, and of course had stress over the whole router breakdown. I had some fucking hacker from Romania trying to steal my Skype account. I kept getting Norton notifications on Sunday popping up. Fuck you, saying, Romania. Fuck God you. Damn it. Seriously. 
what is going on? So, uh, so yeah, so you know, a little bit of stress going on. So that's probably why I'm a little wound up tonight. So again, I apologize for blowing up uh, early in the program. But hey, you know what? This will be known as the show where Kenny loses his mind. So <laughs> but then he gets it back at the end. Come on, gang, we got to save the clubhouse. <laughs> uh, so and of course, the show is called Pick Up the Night with Kenny Turn. Um, yeah. You know, if I so. can just toss this in there with, with what you just said yesterday, yeah. I had one of those days where Bob was at work and I was doing stuff at home. And by the time he got home, I really, I just kind of had to have a meltdown. Yeah. And I really had a meltdown. I was crying. I was just, I, I just literally was like, babe, I, I'm cooking dinner here, have dinner. And now I would I want to just go on the couch and watch a movie, and and Bob was like, "What movie do you want to watch?" And I was like, "I don't know, I don't know, I don't know." I was really crying, and I finally said, uh, "Breakfast Club." There but, you go, and you had it, a good observation of, about it. <laughs> it was one of those things where, Ken, you were really tight, tight, first hour of the show, and. I was really kind of like, I need to break down last night. And I think we all need that sometimes. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. Yeah. I agree. I, I, it's, it's just this, this administration and our government right now, it's insane. And every now and then we need to have whatever kind of breakdown we need to have. If it means being like, fuck you, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. or like me crying or you know like you today saying i am pissed i want to punch things we need that i'm done yeah. I, um and um uh joe um yes any quick thoughts before we uh Anything else? Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I was uh, I was reading a new reading a new comment from MTC 2020 in the chat. Mm -hmm. I was reading comment. the same one. So I was reading the same. Mm -hmm. one. But it, let, let me read that, and, and I would like. Uh, I was getting ready to respond in the chat, but I'll just read the comment and say MTC 2020. Just respond. Where? How did you find out about the show? Do we know you? Where are you from? We'd like to know. Uh, but MTC 2020 says uh, to get to the root of the problem. We'll need to pass campaign finance reform laws at uh, local and state level so we can elect clean candidates to Congress who are not bought and sold uh, uh, on the open market like commodities. The NRA is, a, is registered as a social welfare organization. When a group like that owns politicians, they get their way in states like Florida. Follow the money. Agreed. Agreed. Good stuff. Give me an amen for that. And please let us know where you're from. Amen. Right? It's good to have you uh, ah, on board. I appreciate it. So welcome aboard. Yes. So yeah, welcome aboard. And that is really the root of the problem. Money always is. Yeah, you know, they say follow the money. Money is the root of the problem. And campaign finance has been on the table what for thirty years now, and nobody could push it across because no party, no party is interested. Yeah, Democrats or Republicans. Exactly. So, so, I mean, it, well, if we it got money to... out of politics, if we got money and we started, I was always for public funding of campaigns that we all 
be taxed for a campaign fund. Federal government gives this money with a limit to the candidates to spend. They can't get any outside money anywhere else than there. And that's it. Well, Joe, Joe and Ken, do you remember when you used to, maybe I'm misremembering it, when you, you know, you filed out your tax, you know, your taxes, Mm -hmm. you could, you could say, yeah, I want to give $1. Yeah. What I'm saying is there should be. Do you remember that though? Yeah. But Mm -hmm. there should be a form of law. They should make it a constitutional amendment. I don't care what they make it in that campaigns are financed solely from funds from the citizens, from taxes, from a central fund. And that's the only money you can take and it's the only money you could spend. And there's a limit on that spending and there's a limit on the campaign. I think our our campaigns are too long. Okay, they should be shortened. I think our, our the, the time we devote to it is too long, and the money that comes from outside should be cut off completely. How do we get there? I think it's going to be a generational thing. I don't even know if we're going to see it in our lifetime, but I think generationally, generationally, uh, when you see these kids in the high schools, they give me a, a lot of hope, and I'm not an optimist. I'm a jaded me person, too. but I'll tell you what, they, they made me feel good, and yeah. I, I, I see... I see, maybe I won't see it, maybe you won't see it, but I think when these kids really come of age and can take control, they're going to fix this, and they're going to fix it good. This is why, this is why, I mean, I asked that, and I feel like it's really important. These kids give me hope. They give me tremendous hope, and this this might be my parting shot, by the way, because it's 9.55. These kids well, give me hope. Yeah. And and I really feel like if you guys want these kids to give you more hope, get the fuck out and vote this November. Agreed. Agreed. It's that important. It's really that important because it's not just about gun control. Yeah. It's about everything. So, um, all right. Uh, uh, that's not your parting shot because we got one last thing oh. we're going to do. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad, Libs. Oh, God bless Matt Libs. Okay, uh, I got a few contributions from the chat room. We'll try and end on a light note after my my big old meltdown. Uh, Rain, starting with you, a city. Um. Oh, a city. New York City. NYC. Easy. Uh, Mm -hmm. Verb ending in I-N-G, Joe. Screwing. Screwing. That's good. And Rain, uh, name of a male conservative. Oh. Hannity. Hannity. Uh, all right. <laughs> Slant head Hannity. Tic-tac head. <laughs> I like slant head. Um, okay, and uh, Joe, a vehicle. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> a clown car. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's good. You saw that coming. Yeah, a mile away. Rain, <laughs> a color. Orange. 
<laughs> uh, Joe, something alive, plural. <laughs> um, leeches. Leeches is good. If there was okay. an L in the NRA, Dana Leech. There we go. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, she lives off the blood of others. Uh, Rain, a silly word. Oh. Cuckoo. Cuckoo, Cuckoo. for coconuts. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to put cuckoo for coconuts. Uh, nuts. Okay, and Joe. Oh, actually, no, no, never mind. New York City, same city is. Uh, there we go. Here we go. This is uh our only Mad Lib for tonight. It's called Newspaper Story. I thought that one would work. So fake news, fake news. This is fake news right now, everybody. For real. We're not even playing. Last Thursday, two New York City men were screwing in a stinky field near Penis Town, Indiana. Oh, I said, uh, I said the, the P word. Don't uh -oh. say penis in this house! Yeah, so somebody... <laughs> uh, and it says, uh, suddenly, one of them said, Hey, Slanthead Hannity, look up, <laughs> look up there at that bright silvery clown car. <laughs> floating floating over our turnips <laughs> and uh and before his friend could reply a powerful orange light shot down and lifted them into a strange flying hippopotamus inside they were greeted by tiny green leeches and given a dinner of french fried gravies and puce beans Yay, puce beans. Uh, afterwards, puce. they flew to... process puce beans. After, afterwards, they flew to the planet Cuckoo for Coconuts and met its giant inhabitants. Then the flying machine brought them back to New York City, Indiana. The men told our, the men told our reporter that uh, it was a really oily experience. So there you go. It's a newspaper story, everyone, about aliens and UFOs. Fake news. Fake. Totally fake. Fake news. fake news. But there were like 80 billion Muslims out in the street cheering after 9-11. Uh, so, and I, I, just I charged them. right into them. I charged right into them without a weapon. And I will say that I ran out of nouns after somebody said penis. Don't say penis in this house! So I wrote in, because okay. one, one of them required a town, so I wrote penis town. Don't say penis in this house! So that's what I did. Uh, Kenny, I made it work. Is it fair if we ask our, our fans, our listeners, to please provide something besides penis when it comes to nouns? Don't there say are penis so many, in this house! There are so many... Nouns in the world like spicy meatball. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Or bread bags. Bread bags. Yeah, you know, bread, bread bags. bags biscuit. Biscuit. And yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Biscuit. Yeah. We are. Uh, Sunday. This Sunday. 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 Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bees. The bees. Oh, no, not the bees. Not the bees. Oh. Yeah. Milkshake. I drink your. 
milkshake. Yes, electricity. Uh, drum roll. Yoga, yoga, yoga. Yoga, yoga, yoga. Yep. See, so many nouns. But you know, <laughs> you know, though, though, rain. You have to understand, rain, that you can't oh. ask people to give up, you know, using penis because oh. for a lot of us, it's don't say penis in this house. For a lot of us, it's something, something we can hold on to. Something we can hold on to. Something we can hold on to in these. You. In these, hard t- <laughs> in these hard times, in these hard times, hold on to your own penises. Yeah. So. Don't say penis in that. In house. these hard times, there is so little to hold on to, <laughs> Rain. Hold on to. <laughs> yes. So it's sometimes it's. It, 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 I feel it's like okay. it's our it's my okay. compass. I'm not judging, but you I feel like it's my penises. compass. It's pointing yeah, it's pointing time, me in the right. Come up with some new nouns. So you have to grab what you can. Yes. You know you what I mean. Go grab. Mm. Yeah. True. Okay. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> this, this is awkward. <laughs> no, it's not. It's fine. Uh, so, anyway, let's go ahead and uh, cocaine could be a noun. Are you on cocaine, son? Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, Rain, did you, anything else you wanted to add uh, to uh, what you were saying before? No, I'm done. I just want you all to take care of your penises. Do it. Yeah. Hold and, them. You know. Don't say penis in this house. And I want all of our turnips to come up with some new nouns. Sure. My parting shot. And it's yes. not a shot at penises. Because so, that would be why painful. Why do you keep saying it? Oh. Because I just navigated away from the page. Don't say penis in this house. <laughs> Nazi, good now. Why, you Nazi bastard! Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even say racist. Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> Nazi. <laughs> well, we can't do that. Another, a proper noun, Piccadilly Circus. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's like Piccadilly Circus in here! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, 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 Joe, what do you got on the way out of the show? Well, what I got out uh, is breaking news here, but uh, uh, Kat and living in Long Island uh, just uh, said it too in the chat. Uh, two more state houses flipped tonight. Good. One in uh, New Hampshire, one in Connecticut. Uh, so two more red to blues. I think they said that comes to 39 so far this year. Thank Excellent. you, Mr. Trump. Excellent, excellent. And uh, yes. also coming up, do you know the show number for uh, the Tim Carmel show tonight? Uh, this is show number 462. All right. Oh, my God. Yes. And um, and uh, let's see. What did we do with the clown car? Oh, because I just got done writing today's for next week. It was so easy. Oh yeah! But, Didn't you uh, do, did you do something with the uh, Huckabee Slanders or Hickabilly Slanders? Yes, we did uh, a, a thing with uh, a little takeoff on Xlax. It's called Xfax. Oh, uh, it's a suppository she takes right before she goes on the podium. So, because uh, you don't want the truth blocking you up, do you? No, no, and that that so, wor- that would work with Shamex, wouldn't it? It would. It's it's a perfect companion. Mm. To have in your little medicine bag. Yes. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing the clown car. X-Facts. 
X Facts. Yeah. It works with Shamex. So <laughs> that's right. The companion uh, drug the comp- with Shamex. Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, other than that, I don't have a whole heck of a lot more to add, uh, to the program, uh, or to the, uh, the parting shot tonight. Of course, we'll be back on Friday. Bobber will be here. We're going to have to pick his brain about his songs. And of course, uh, hang tight. We're going to have the, uh, the, what you call it, um, the musicians round table program will be up and uh, up and running soon. And I'll schedule that for a time for everybody. And my apologies that it's been so long in coming. But again, health issues sometimes get you down. But again, it, it not not life-threatening issues, just discomfort issues. Oh, and by the way, we just bought a sleep number bed, too. Hey. I'm excited about that. Yay. It's I bought one soon. of those uh, fluffy pillows that you advertise. <laughs> there you go. Excellent. Okay. So we got, we got some of those, too, I think. But anyway, uh, everybody have a lovely evening. Uh, again, my apologies to everybody for uh, my explosion tonight on the program. Uh, but it happens to the best of us and the worst of us. Um, human. At least I didn't uh, wake up this morning and go on to Twitter and type, Witch Hunt! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know why Trump needs the umbrella, because he's afraid of getting wet, so he doesn't melt. I'm melting! And by the way, uh, I heard he's uh, commissioning uh, some new jets for Air Force One. I recommend getting a broom and renaming it Air Force One because you're a witch and we found you out, you Kaluda. <laughs> yeah. So uh, other than I under- that, I understand he has he has a moon roof on the, the new uh, <laughs> Air Force. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's got a, a flap. <laughs> can you get can you get orange from moon bathing? So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, everybody have a lovely evening uh, uh, and hang tight through all of this nonsense. Uh, but you know what? Uh, we, we got a lot of hope uh, again with the uh, never again kids. Um, you know what? They are going to reshape this country, and I, I eagerly anticipate that. So anyway, that's all I got. Good night. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Rated GOP 17. Right wingers not admitted without an adult.